0: hello jock how are you i'm good man how you been yeah good good
1: uh just a heads up we are now live just as a <laughs> uh a, a thumb up yeah. nice good so uh for everyone that is that is joining us live this is the second channel it's the first first live stream i've done on this channel but there's links going all over the place um and it will be available afterwards as well so Doc, it is, it is great to great to speak with you. I saw you, I, I said this in email, I saw you uh, on Marie's, Marie's Office Hours with Notion. <laughs> that, was, that was a good stream.
0: Cool, man. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, after you reached out, I was like, yeah, man. Uh, looked at a couple of your stuff, loved it. And I was like, yeah, I got to do this, for sure. Awesome,
1: awesome. And I have been seeing, uh, I commented on one of your videos, uh, softer and other applications like Adolo. Pauli, hello, good to see you. Uh, and I was, I was looking at a lot of the applications, I was thinking... I feel like we're very similar. Looking at, <laughs> looking yeah. at so many tools.
0: Yeah, man. No, this is gonna be fun. This is gonna be fun. I do. I was like, listen, I uh, when I do interviews, I don't want to know too much because I just like to see what happens. So when you said, yeah, we're gonna talk, I'm like, yeah, whatever. Let's do it. I'm happy. Awesome, awesome. So uh,
1: as as you may have seen, a couple a couple of the streams before is very relaxed, very chilled. Some people are asked questions. I'll pop in and out, uh, but I do want to get a, a rough idea of your your digital landscape, the, the stuff you use? Because obviously we, we use plenty of tools. What what does your digital toolkit include currently? Hmm. That's
0: interesting. Um, hmm. I can just go through it. So I test a lot. So I do a lot for like when I'm doing, you know, comparison videos for AppSumo and then my channel, um, but the only thing that I use Let's see. I use Notion for all of the SOPs for the entire team and agency. Um, I use Paper Form to automate all the processes when the forms come in. And then it connects to um, ConvertKit and Google Sheets. And then my courses are hosted mainly on Podia. That's the main thing. And we use SquidHub. SquidHub just is a really lightweight task. Manager, it's kind of like a sauna, but like for children, I guess. I don't know, it's just very basic. It's, 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 I tell people, like, it's not powerful, but it's so simplistic. I like it. And I just don't want to go to any of the other bigger ones. I use Slack, but mainly Slack just to have notifications integrated with it. So when like someone signs up for coaching, I'll get notifications, it will ping me, stuff like that. When we make sales, things like that, just so I can kind of see what's going on. And then I use something called roll call or stand uply I interchange, but basically it's for asynchronous communication. So when other people are on the team, freelancers or my project manager or whatever, instead of us having a meeting because everyone's worldwide, you just record it and then everyone can watch okay, this is what's going on in this department, here's the KPIs, this is what's going on. And then I can just see if they watch the complete video, if they're actually engaging, or if they're just like, yep, okay, it's done, and then go from there. Yeah, so it's, yeah, that's it.
1: Nice. So when you're when you're looking at all the other tools that are out there, how much of a, of a deep dive do you go?
0: Hmm. Um, I'll do a project or two with them. So it kind of depends if I'm interested or not. Like some people ask me to like review and they're just like, ah, put this on your channel. I used to do it, but now I'm just like, ah, why? <laughs> unless unless I care about it. Like I, I get a lot of people that message me like, oh, we're doing that. And like, you know how much is on Product Hunt and Sumo. Like there's just so much. And I'm like, ah, or I'll catalog it. I'll say, hey, that's interesting. I might have someone that needs help with this. Maybe I'll think about it. But um, yeah, that's about it. So I try to do a project, but I'm really excited probably this next six months, I really started going into a deep dive with Google Cloud Platform and AppSheet. And I might, I'm going to be announcing it this week, but I think I'm going to be spending 80 to 85% of my time just doing that. And then the rest, bah, that's about it.
1: Wow. That was going to be one of my questions. Because I've seen a lot of the apps that you use there, not necessarily all Google or all integration, but that's sort of like the the area of the app space
0: you seem to be <laughs> roaming in. Yeah, yeah. It was, Um, so, you know, it started with, I'm not sure, if are you familiar with like Coursera or that platform or anything like that? Yeah. Um, so, you know, they were doing these new certs, professional certs with Google and everything. And I kept seeing people reviewing them, but none of them had taken the courses. And I'm like, that that just makes me upset. Like that pisses me off. So I'm like, let me, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do a full professional search. Certi- I don't need it. Like I'm not trying to get a job, but I wanted to really deep dive and see what it was. So I started doing that. And because Google has so many products, I think they do a bad job explaining how powerful or what they could be doing. And so I just started going down this rabbit hole. You know what? I'm gonna back up one step before that. I was reading the YouTube formula and I heard about something called Cloud Vision API. And I had no idea what that was. And I was like, okay, I'm learning about APIs, API calls. Okay, I could do this. So I started learning how to do API calls using Google Cloud Platform. Then I found out AppSheet already has it integrated and you don't need to do API calls. Comes in natively and their machine learning and all of these other things found in Google Cloud. I'm like, does anyone know? Like, why is Google not saying any of? And I was like, nope. And then so I got the cert and then like it just kind of just went downhill from there. Yeah.
1: When you say YouTube formula, I assume that's
0: Daryl Lee's recent book that he released. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And I was like, bah, you know, Dar-. so I watch Nick a lot and Nick's always talking about Nick Nimmin was always talking about Daryl. And I was like, hmm, OK, that's interesting. Um, Yeah. Let me let me look at that. And I've seen some of his stuff before, but I just never really focused on it. But I was like, OK, I'm I am I want to get more serious with YouTube. I've done a lot with like, oh, I forgot my boy, uh, Hany Mora, Repurpose.io. So that's a huge um tool that I use, especially when I was getting started with trying to create content really quickly and see what happened. Um yeah, so Daryl's book was reading that, and then I was watching his his YouTube course, like mini course that's with the book. Yeah. And then he just goes and starts talking about Cloud Vision. I'm like, yeah. So that's how that's how it all just went downhill.
1: Uh, okay, nice. Nice. Yeah. So I assume you use Google Calendar and Gmail in your, your workflow anyway.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I sync that with, you know what, see, this is a problem. This is what I'm like, maybe I should have just brought up my whole thing. Uh, so I use book like a boss. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> I wrote this, I have about 15 tools, but basically once I automated it, I don't look at it that much. Yeah. Like that's the problem when I'm thinking about it, like I'm in notion pretty much all the time. And now I'm testing out Coda. There's a couple things about that. Um, But um, yeah, go, book like a boss allows me to have all of my scheduling and it integrates with my Google Calendar and Zoom because I used to get really upset always making meetings all the time or forgetting to do it. So it automates. So when they book, it automatically puts out the emails to remind them and remind me, sends out text messages depending on which discovery call they book, if that's necessary. And then it integrates with my calendar and then blocks out that time. Yeah. So I use that.
1: Yeah, I think Canon Lee Acuity, Savvy Cow, there's a, pfft,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. a plethora of apps out there yeah. that you can do similar things with. Okay. Right. So you said you're using Notion. I assume I I don't I don't like assuming, but I'm going to assume you you've looked into things like Obsidian, Rome, RemNote or the equivalent of the the network thought note-taking
0: apps. Yeah. What's your what's your uh, opinion? <laughs> you know, okay. This is what I'm going to say. I don't know if this is good. Uh, Okay. It's all the same thing. I like, it it just depends. Like, I don't care. Like, you know, like I like notion, but like if someone uses Coda, I don't care if you use Google, like whatever makes you feel good. Like just go do that. Like, I don't care. I, that's the thing. Like I use notion and I, I really just didn't care about notion for a little while because one of my friends was really like, maybe, I don't know close to two years ago, he's like, you got to try this. I was like, nah, nah, I just don't really feel like it. And then during lockdown, um, he's like, I'm doing all this stuff. And I was just live streaming. And I was like, let me see. You know what? I'll tell you what. I was really burned out building WordPress sites and just building things. And I just wanted to build things fast. And I was like, well, this is the time. I really am not doing anything. I might as well. But the key was I didn't, I didn't, look at anyone else that was doing notion so i think mine looks very different or i use it very differently because i i honestly i only use it the way i want to use it i don't look at anyone else's like templates like i'm i I look at them like that's really cool like that widget's cool like i don't need that but that's that's cool that you're doing that like i always like when i'm in the notion like subreddit like they tear me to shreds. Like, it's just, I look at what everyone else is doing. I'm like, yeah, I don't belong here. I, I go there for inspiration. But I'm like, yeah, this isn't... I use it to get my life together and make money. Like, I don't use the platforms to optimize them? Like, I, I don't know, I just optimize them for me. So that's a long answer. I don't care with the platform. I just care about, does it work with my workflow? And all of the different ones, if I switch, I'm just like, I gotta have a very good reason why I'm gonna switch platforms. Um, And so I'm interested in Coda. There's a couple things that I like it, but I'm just like, there's gonna be, a, there something has to push me over the edge for me to switch or something like that.
1: Yeah, I've, I've explored Coda fair, a fair amount. I a, did a video on it on the main channel, and Coda's database is way, way, way supersede um, notions, but Coda's look and feel isn't quite as nice, and there's some other bits about it that just a little bit irritating for me maybe as a as a, <laughs> a three year notion user
0: yeah i mean it yeah and some and that's the problem like sometimes my workflow and i'm like highlighting and i want to do something like i was in notion but i'm like oh yeah I, I can't do that um it's in coda like they have their own thing it's cool um you know so i'm playing around with it do i want to get the pro or whatever the paid one i'm still debating so the reason i'm going to start doing this hypothetically a lot of times when I'm I just do a bunch of random stuff and people keep coming up and they're like, hey, doc, like I would love for how much are those notes? And I really didn't like care. I was like, whatever, just take them. But someone kept saying like over and over again, like more than a handful of times, like in the last week or so, people like, like, doc, just put them all together. I'll I'll pay monthly. And I was like, meh. But my notion has it's so In depth now, I was like, maybe I need to explore bringing it to a different platform. Like if I'm really gonna do my note taking, like Notion, I've got a lot there, maybe I should just put it somewhere else that's not connected. So then if I wanna put like everything in this vault, it will be on a different platform and I don't even have to think about my ecosystem that I built in Notion. That's what I'm working on, not sure yet.
1: That's interesting. And that relates to Pally's first question actually. (laughs)
0: <laughs> what what is the way you use Notion? Oh yeah. True. You want me to bring it up? Well, yeah, yeah. About. Share it if you're if it's yeah. clean, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, let me let me let me move some things. Um no, it's um let's see about this. Um and again, I'm going I'm gonna be honest with you. You probably already saw it on office hours. I it's not it could be like someone's like doc, like maybe it is like everyone else's. I'm not sure. But I, I will just say I don't I think I use it in a very Different way, but I'm I'm definitely fine sharing it. So let me bring it up for a second. I'm going to start with my brand factory OS. Okay, there. Let me share my screen in a second.
1: Yeah, sounds do, do,
0: good. Do, 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 do. Okay. I,
1: I was going to say, I think with Notion, because everyone's got the same basic building blocks, it can look the same, but the use case can be drastically yeah.
0: different. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you can see my screen totally uh,
1: yes and it is currently
0: being shared okay good times so this is uh, so this is one of the parts I'll, I'll talk about like going through how i use it so this is like the brand factory os and this is what i use for my coaching clients and right here as you can see let me zoom in real quick let me see if i can do this um when i'm teaching like no matter what kind of business they're trying to create or idea to business i have three levels and nine steps from idea all the way to either autopilot, uh, like making it, you can run your business with 90 minutes of working per day or less, or you can optimize your business to package it and have a manual to go out and sell it. Like that's the end result. So it's idea to online business, like all the steps. Um, and this is what I use for all my clients and students. And so what I have, let me zoom out. I have it in Podia, like a course style, but I just want to zip around and do different things. So like, say for instance, if someone's like, okay, um, I have no idea, I have no idea what I'm gonna do. Okay, well, first we've got to talk about like clarity, what you want to do. And before we even go into that, like we're gonna look at uh, your skills inventory and like do these things. And so I just use it as a guide as when I'm live streaming, but I use it for all my clients. And then this is the blueprint of the course and the online coaching. So everything, it's not anything different. It's just the level of how much I'm working with that person, same exact thing. So right here, this has all of my landing pages, all of my lead magnets. And so they're inside the course, but like people ask me, okay, how would I validate, validate a side hustle? Like I already have the workflow. And instead of me like trying to recreate a landing page, I just drop the paper form link right there. I'm like, I don't care if you if this is good for you and you want to be in coaching or you want to buy the course, it will filter you through um, my email sequence. If not, like good health to you, you can have this for free. That that's fine. So um, yeah, so I use it for my entire um, basis of coaching, and then um if you have any questions or if you're like hey like like yeah i'm, I'm, I'm just
1: i'm looking through on sort of my notion brain's sort of going okay you got those properties in that page that's database <laughs> that's
0: links yeah i mean and then this is like uh, this was just fun um this is where it started like when i was live streaming and i was just like i'm gonna redo it and then um all of my past shows past builds i stopped numbering them but basically all of the different tools that I was using, I just documented and then just so they could see the video and see like my notes on every single one. Um, and then it breaks down into the episode, what the tool I was building, what was I trying to do? And then it just links out to that video and then like how I would go about, um, yeah. So-
1: so it sounds like this is kind of a, a duplicated version of the course, but it makes it easier for you to go between your notes, the course, people you've worked with, etc.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And then um, if I'm doing this and like, this is how it started. Like when people like, I'll just, I want you, to, I'll pay you for it. I, I was doing this just for myself. And then people were like, well, can I just get a copy of it? So for APIs, I would go out and hire a coach and I'm like, I need you to teach me about APIs and me listening to them i would then build out a structure if i wanted to teach someone how would i do it and then i go and test it on my mother in law and my my nephew and i try to teach them like apis and i'm like i want you to go make an api call how would you do it and then i'm just recording how what they took in and then i make my notes off of my teaching sessions and then that's what i do
1: I love that. That's that's kind of like a side thing when it when it comes to learning and note taking is you you take something in and then you try and teach it because it's one of the best ways yep. to actually retain information. Like teach someone else because you can find the gaps in your own in your own knowledge. Yep. Uh, yep. Paulie's loving it. Cool.
0: <laughs> and then this is and then this is my last one. I mean, for everything that if I I don't want to do a task more and it's my book, it's like deep work. That book I like, I think it was Deep Work and Be Our Guest, how they made Disney World. Um, I It was interesting how they do with their SOPs. So um, if you want me to show it, I'll, I'll show it. But um, this is if, like- If
1: you're okay to share
0: it. Yeah. Yeah. No big deal. So this is like, honestly, this is how we set up every single SOP for the entire company. So it's a one sentence summary. So it's like, this is what this task means in the company. And I also put how much money we'll lose or make if this isn't done correctly. So like we need to have this structured for our business. If we don't do follow-up emails this week, potentially we could be losing $2,400 every single time this isn't done correctly. So that way it's not pressuring people, but it's even on me too. If I don't perform, I know exactly why we're not getting the results we need to. So all across the board, so we have a one sentence and I never... I kept getting tasks where it would be a project manager or a freelancer, they would come back and they're like, Well, I didn't think it was that important. It's one line. Like, don't tell me you can you don't know how important this is. It just costs us X amount. And yeah. <laughs> so um, but again, I I'm not confrontational with like yelling. I just want everyone to be on the same page. And so I was like, let's just make it bold. And like, if you're not reading the first sentence, I know you're not doing everything else correct. So yeah. <laughs> it's the first <laughs> sentence there. And then the resources is um, screen recording of the exact task, the step-by-step, the completion list. Like, so even if you don't, you can copy this every single time and you can just mark it off. But the the magic is, is um, after this is done, we then hire a freelancer that has never worked with us and we have them go through the steps and record and do step by step. And if there's anything that we didn't add, they're allowed to edit the document and add. Um, and then from them, we hire another freelancer that doesn't know any of us or know the freelancers, and then they give them the same task and ask them to perform it on that. And we're looking for a score of a completion of 90% completion or uh, you know, uh, correct or better. And that's when we know our SOP is good.
1: That's I think that's that's a really interesting way of checking that the SOP is is doing what it's supposed to be doing. Cause I, I know writing SOPs isn't the most exciting thing for a lot of people, but
0: it's very important. <laughs> especially, yeah. especially, especially when you need people to know what's going on. And and you know, and sometimes like at first, like I didn't really like doing it. In fact, I had a really so there's a whole other scale, and we did an SOP, how we get like students in college or ones that are looking for it, but I, at first, just recorded myself. And in this section, I would just do resource, resources. I would just record myself and be really detailed. And then I would have the first person, it was their job to write out all the steps of watching the video that I just did. And then I don't even have to worry about it. They Let's see how good I was of just breaking this down and what did I miss. They're gonna record it and then I have them, now that you saw what I did, go duplicate this and then Record yourself doing it step by step and see if you miss anything and then go from there.
1: Yeah, that sounds good. Uh, Pauli asked a, a question, a, sort of a follow up question. Uh, what is that that you do? Is that your work? So, are these
0: <laughs> that's a good question? Uh, what, what so what do I do in life, or what would um is that the question? I, I assume it's work related. what What's your like hmm. job
1: work related because I'm guessing these yeah. SAPs are
0: related yeah. to. Mm, so the, basically I do group coaching to build out online businesses. And the company is called Brand Factory. So the, the issue is what I find is a lot of people are really good at like coming up with the brand. I'm but gonna stop screen ex- sharing for a sec. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> what do you say? Yeah.
1: I've i okay. just stopped screen sharing, so oh, well. <laughs> to go back up.
0: No worries. So yeah, uh, uh so the company is called Brand Factory. That's my company, and I do group coaching to, from an idea to online business, but it's really It's the focal point of people want to have their own personal brand. And a lot of times they have trouble executing. And I found found the barrier is a lot to do with implementation of technology and building their business the way that they should and making it lean. And so I've had experience building brands for influencers, athletes, all those things working with WNBA and athletes uh, at professional level. And then I was a CTO a couple of times and I was a CIO. And what I kept seeing was if if even if you were famous and you had the audience, but you had no clue of how to structure your business and to move with purpose, you just kept running into the same exact roadblocks. So um, that's what I do for group coaching. So anyone that has their own personal brand or they're gonna be a personality with a brand and they want to build an online business and build it with purpose and be lean, that's what I do. And on the side, that's the agency side, and that's the coaching side. but What I realized was people like that, but they were more interested. They're like, doc, you can do all these things and you're only working 90 minutes a day based on all these things. I was like, well, it's automation. And then more people are just like, well, show me how that is. So the lead magnet, the top of the funnel that finds out if they're a good fit, I just make a lot of videos and talk about automation and talk about what I'm interested in. And before, when I had my agency and I was not doing group coaching, what the secret sauce was, a lot of people like I was like, you want to meet with me? And they're like, doc, no, not really. Just keep sending those videos like we like we like the videos. We don't need to meet. And I was like, oh, maybe I should just do videos and not like run an agency. And that's 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 why I switched.
1: I <laughs> got okay, interested. Yes, yeah, it's. it's- I think it's definitely a way that the world is kind of moving. People, It's not necessarily people don't want to talk to others. It's just they'd much rather get a video that they can watch in their own time at their own speed and rewind, go backwards and forwards. And it does make things easier. I know personally for me, <laughs> I consume a lot of videos. Yeah.
0: And I mean, it, it makes a lot of sense. And actually, it's not that I don't want to talk to people, but for the most part, it's rinse and repeat. It, it mm. You don't even need to talk to me. You need to have the feedback loop that gets you to your goals. You might need to talk to me like 10 to 15 minutes to brainstorm or something like that. And we can even do that with asynchronous communication. Like you don't need me. But what I found was like the underlying thing and like kind of goes back to what you were saying, like what do I use, Koda or everything? Like, I don't care. You can use a paper bag, like just do these five things and come back to me and then I'll make you money. But I cut out how much I used to talk to clients because I think it was more of a crutch. Like, they'd rather just bounce off ideas. I'm like, you don't need to talk to me. Just like, go do what I just said. Like, this isn't rocket science. And like, the whole thing is, even like the YouTube formula, there's no secret. It's just repeating the same exact feedback loops. Look at what's happening, make it better, compete with yourself, rinse and repeat. And so, yeah, that maybe that's a long answer. I'm not sure if I answered (laughs) the question, but yeah, that's what I do.
1: I mean, productivity, tools, it's all philosophy at the end of the day. There's no right or wrong answer. so That's why there's so many people in this space. And something that Seth Godin said uh, in a blog post a while ago and in a podcast and something Mike Vardy brought up a couple of weeks ago was they were using email as an excuse of a hiding place. And I Mm -hmm. think in the world of tech, uh, an app, a software can be a very... Yeah. easy hiding place to go towards i don't like this feature about something yeah i'm going to find another app that does that thing but then there's another issue
0: yeah, yeah you're never going to find the perfect one like if you do an all-in-one platform you're never going to like it because it doesn't customize the way that you want it because it's all-in-one and if you go really specific you'll be just going down this rabbit hole of trying to do this there's a ted talk i wish i could remember the guy's name he's brilliant but if you look it up on youtube you can type in like um you can type in TED Talk like dry bath, dry bath, and it's this guy. I think he, he went to either MIT afterwards. So th- the point is, he was in a country in Africa and he was solving a problem with not having enough water in drinking water, and he created dry bath, which you put on your skin. And he did it with his Nokia and everything. And when I was teaching at at a couple tech schools, like when students used to give me crap, I would rec- I would just play the video. I just play yeah. the video. I was like, I don't want to hear any excuses. I don't want to hear anything. You're you are so you have so much advantage. Just go do the work. And yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I love that video. I, I, that I video. remember,
1: I remember seeing. I'm pretty sure Mark Rober did a follow up video on it as well. Um, mm. I'm pretty sure he used the product in one of his videos, like oh, a, awesome. just
0: a science experiment thing. I was like, yeah, it, it, it's it's wonderful. It's motivating. Like if you need motivation, um, go watch that one. And then I have a couple. Um, that one, there's a man, he, he's knighted, I always forget, but he talks about education, and he talks about, um, oh man, I gotta find it, I'll find it. But basically, he talks about structuring education and structuring learning in a certain way and how it's different. And I I honestly think um, that's that helps you now to, you know, whatever you wanna use, like Coda, if you wanna use Notion, whatever, it just allows you, whatever makes you move very quickly. The last thing is, um, if someone, one of my students used to complain, like I was too harsh or something, I would play a clip of a documentary about the man that survived both bombings in Japan in World War II. Like he was in one city and then he went home and he was in the second bombing. And then if you ever watched about him, you've got it like, yeah, my students used to be like, I have a bad day. And I would, I would play that video play that video right there. (laughs) No, that's not a bad day. This is a bad day. (laughs) Yeah. 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 My students, oh man, they were not, they're not always happy, but I think they were at least scarred or at least, at least it was a memorable class after they finished. So. Yeah. I think it's one of
1: those things that I think a lot of people, when, when you look at like videos or blogs or articles or whatever, it's very, it's, when when people make statements, it's very much in their context, in their environment. You take you take that person and compare it to someone in a completely separate environment. Now suddenly the words change, environment completely shifts. Uh, yeah, definitely,
0: I mean, definitely, definitely.
1: That's certainly a big social thing that's going on in all walks of life. But uh-
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I uh, there is one last thing I was thinking about. I guess now is highlighting what was going on. There's I guess the heavyweight of the UFC. His story just came out. He was in Cameroon, but there was, um, one of my friends, he grew up in Uganda and he was talking about when he was, I think he was around seven, the civil war broke out. His parents were in a different country. His grandmother like fled and he was just in the bush. He was just in the bush for 12 years with all these guys. And he didn't come out of it until he was maybe 15, 16. And he was getting, you know, different militias were trying to recruit them. This is, if if anyone wants to know, it's, they did a documentary called Invisible Children and it's talking about like, just a lost generation in Uganda. But he was talking about, I mean, they were using them as child soldiers, all this stuff. And so when he came over to the States, he just had a different outlook of like, hardship, <laughs> like of yeah. what, like just normal things that I would be stressing about. And just talk about like, yeah, I remember one of the guys I was with, we were crossing the the lake hold on. Don't worry. My camera's coming back. It's a DSLR. It will be back. It has emotional problems. Don't worry. It'll be back in a second. Um, (laughs) But um, he was talking about that. And um, one of the guys who's with just got eaten by an alligator, like nine years old, like nine years old. And after that, I'm just like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) There's no comparison. There's no comparison. Very few people have gone through that at that age. I'm just like, listen, Whatever you want to do with your your projects and everything, go watch hardship. Go watch what people are. And I'm not I'm not negating or minimizing what other people are going through, but it allows you to have perspective to move with purpose and do these projects. So that was a that was a rant. But um yeah.
1: Um, yeah. Squirrel moments, that's literally what half the streams are. Yeah. Do you understand that reference from up squirrel? Yeah, yeah, dog? yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> Sometimes it goes over people's heads. Your yeah, school <laughs> moment. Uh, it's it's funny you mentioned Uganda, and I cannot believe you said Uganda because I actually went to Uganda as a, a school trip. Oh, awesome! Um, we we had to pay and go. So mm-hmm. I was in Uganda for sixteen days, and it was it was humbling, eye opening. I I knew what I was getting myself into. I knew where I was going, but actually being in the rooms, being in the schools, because I was building houses for for people. Well, I. We built like half of a house, <laughs> and we built half a house in like ten days. It was insane. Um, pretty good, pretty good. Yeah, we we painted seventeen rooms as well in the school, which was nice. Wow. Uh, and obviously, yeah. went went all around in the in the the area we were in. We were in Kabubu, uh which is a rural city, like way away from the, the the main areas of Uganda. But be experiencing that, seeing what they they see, like. The kids are running around barefoot playing football on like pebbles, ground, like kicking roots because the tree, and I'm running around with sh- like shoes and I'm moaning, <laughs> I'm thinking, <laughs> shut up. I'm running yeah. around with shoes and my feet are hurting. They're, they're barefoot kicking the football. What?
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And they're-,
1: they're smiling and laughing and I'm like, wow,
0: completely different <laughs> world. Yeah, my the same guy that was in Uganda, who's was coming out. He said like to toughen up, they got all these cinder blocks like in a bag they hung it up and just started beating it you know and the, so his knuckles were just jacked like you could see the boat he's like you had to toughen up i was like bro you hitting you're hitting <laughs> cinder blocks like what what are we <laughs> and that's why i was just like nah nah there's was, there's was this um it's an npr i can't remember what podcast you might have already heard this story so just cut me off but it's um it's about the guy um he was in the olympics he was a runner and he, his appendix appendix bursted and he still ran it and run it. And they're like, yeah, what's going on? And it was about his tribe. And they're like, he's like, oh, this is like nothing. Just just listen to how to be a man, like what happens. And he goes through. and I So yeah, it's a crazy story. But I was just like, mm, mm, yeah, okay. I can't even take cold showers. <laughs> like I, I do the challenge. I'm like, cold showers, like. like 30 days i'm like why would i do that i do it like for i'm like mm, back to heat like no i'm gonna have a good day i'm not gonna do that but yeah different people man different people oh yeah so
1: so true and i have heard the story there's quite a so my master's degrees in strength and conditioning and athletes is what i spent like five years researching so yeah there's quite a few stories and you can just see where where people's backgrounds have come from i mean you look at the jamaican running team (laughs) look at what they have they have a cone and a track sorted a cone track and a stopwatch and then you've got everyone else like we need all these high-tech lasers <laughs> and all the rest of the stuff you're like
0: oh, yeah. really Bolt yeah. just run loads <laughs> yeah no it's you know so that's so funny you mentioned that i was on um i was on the medical staff for uh, the usa weightlifting team like 2016 and seeing the u.s team versus like Bulgaria, if you check out like maybe just like go YouTube like Bulgaria and anything like the Russian team. And I don't want to hear it like people like, well, is the steroids. I'm like, no, go watch. Go watch. Uh I remember those teams. And then I was training a uh he was from the Czech Republic and he was a um who was he? They're was, still pretty strong. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It, what was he? What was it? It was a jockey. He was. Listen, this guy was tiny, but he was so strong. He was so strong. Mm-hmm. And he was probably like 4'10", 4'11". And he was talking about like what his dad used to do for strength and conditioning. <laughs> he would roll up a piece of, uh, of newspaper, hold, tell him to hold it there. And he just had to do just <laughs> a yeah. wall squat for 15 to 20 minutes a day starting at like five or six and he's like listen you want to be on the horse right you want to get strong go stand at that wall and just holding that piece of paper yep
1: like, it's,
0: it's insane.
1: It's just like,
0: um, mean,
1: there is certainly a level to some of the training like when you look at the chinese gymnasts it's certainly oh, a yeah. level where you go okay that's a bit too far yeah yeah, yeah. but it, it comes back i mean bringing it's kind of like background in a circle a little bit it The essentially the tools is just you got a doc, a paper somewhere to write stuff, and then you got a spreadsheet. That's it. Like as long as you got the basics and you got determination and the mindset to get the stuff done, you're good. Athletes are the athletes from those countries are incredible with their their mindset, their determination, and there's this one kid that I remember teaching out in Uganda, and she. She had this white white mark on her head um from when she was younger i have no idea what it was mm. she was she was like 7 or 8 her english mm. wasn't great i was te- i was teaching her like dog cat cow that sort of thing mm. um so her english wasn't great but i knew that she'd got a, a birthmark for whatever reason white and she was always smiling always mm. like it didn't matter who was talking what was happening like even even when she hurt herself she just smiled shrugged it off And just like limped away or whatever and i was just like so different we sit here and moan and whine about everything and they're just like yeah never mind
0: (laughs) yeah yeah no it's true it's true when you said it was talking about just a google sheet or something do you know i always get andrew's last name messed up but it's like campy have you ever met this guy andrew campy he did this um he's like if you can get it on gumroad it's called like better sheets and he builds like anything in, in Google Sheets. So like he built a marketplace in Google Sheets. He built, so I had that, it wasn't my idea. I saw it from a company called Elliot that's now defunct, but coming back. Like, but they had something called a virtual mall. And so he redid the virtual mall in a Google Sheet and did that. Um, it really, you can pretty much do crazy things in, in just a Google Sheet to get done. Not even, like one of my, one of the guys that, I think he was just showing off and showing that I knew nothing, but it was really cool. <laughs> I didn't know all the like uh, Java or Python scripts that you can put into a Google sheet to automate. Yeah. And so I was like, I need to do this. And then he's like, oh yeah, well, what about this? Why don't I just do that? And I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, okay. okay. he's like, yeah, I write my own scripts. And you know, he was pretentious, but uh, I was like, this is, it opened my eyes. I didn't understand the add-ons and the features. Yeah, I you can like in how you can create your own REST API from a Google Sheet. I was like, that's insane. Um, so yeah, yeah, you it, it, you really don't need a lot. Don't need a yeah. lot at all. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, for the for the longest time, Excel. Well, it still is. Um, yeah. Excel is what I got taught. Got taught first, so I know Excel mm-hmm. way better than who do Google mm-hmm. Sheets. Macros have been <laughs> been something I've explored a lot,
0: <laughs> bro. You want to see something. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I cut you off. Keep yeah, going. Well,
1: I was just going to say like Excel strength and conditioning. We use Excel for almost everything. And basically you, you, you live on it. And then you see people saying, oh, you can't really do that much with Excel or Google. I'm like, nah,
0: you, ju- you just don't know what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, let me show you something real quick. Um, no trade. Once I learn how to spell. Give me one second. Um, no oh, trust me, pause. I can't
1: spell either. If anyone watches my stream, uh, hello, Kim and, uh, Kim and Gail as well. I I saw them in chats, like, oh, hello, and then I just forgot to say hi. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my spelling <laughs> wanted- on screen, that red wiggly line, it's just yeah, it's always there.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is you already know, you already know. Let me show you something real quick that might be fun for someone to see. Um, yeah. so am I good to share? Yeah. Now it's good. <laughs> no, cool. no, so there's an NBA trade machine. So basically if you need in professional sports, there's different sports allow you to trade your players differently. And there's different, how much can you spend depends in football, whatever you're doing, but NBA, especially when there's, it's a really big thing in, in the, in, in the NBA trying to figure out who you can trade, when you can trade, blah, blah, blah. And there's been a few that have done it and they've programmed it themselves or there's um, like a few other machines. There's a company that was working with us and they're like, hey, we wanna do it. And I was like, it's gonna cost a lot. And they're like, okay, we figure out a way to do it in uh, uh, Excel. And they're like, we need you to to have the macros reset and everything like that. And so it this is just Excel that we input it and everything, but you can actually, it's like the actual teams and the players, and you can see in real time, and you can actually perform real time trades. And this is a huge thing because agents and even the front office of these giant companies, the secret is, it's not so secret, most of them still do it by hand. They don't even use any kind of automation. And so you were talking about macros. I didn't, there was a guy that was with me. He's like, okay, we need to reset it with the macros and like CSS and do all this stuff. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Um, This is insane, but all of the pages behind the scenes, it's, I, I did a disservice discounting how powerful Excel was and how many things you could do with it. But yeah, this is, so just to put in perspective, there are companies that literally this hinges on them making multi-million dollar deals they use this spreadsheet they use the site that we built um and it's all excel in the back end and and everything like that so it's just crazy it's just crazy
1: yeah wow uh i'm gonna stop sharing just uh just to keep you updated yeah and i think with ah uh it's literally just gone i had something oh yeah um so with with Excel. I was talking with, I can't remember who it was. It was a research study. Um, and there were, there were the two of us in, in the cohort that knew Excel and everyone else wasn't sure. We were sort of going backwards and forwards and you just sit there going, it's just a case of, of, of learning the platform, uh, just like any other app, just like any other tool. As soon as you learn, not necessarily the secrets, but you get your head around little bits here and there you go, oh, okay.'" I could do this, and then and then you start adding things together, putting the putting the pieces of the puzzles together. Okay, I could
0: do this. I can do that. I can do this as well, <laughs> and
1: it just stacks
0: on. Yeah, man. No, it's 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 pretty crazy. It's uh, yeah, it, it really is. Uh, by the way, you, Dan, you tell me where you want to go. Like, I'm not sure if you know this. Um, and I mean, it's not a big deal. But uh, are you familiar with Absimo? Should I talk about what Absimo is?
1: Uh, I am familiar with it. You can go for it.
0: So basically, it's like a Groupon for software. And so it's like lifetime deals for whatever. Um, the reason I say that is, and I've seen part of your streams and other ones, but I really, to date, I think I've tested or used in parts of my business or others. I think I'm at now 496 Um. So. You tell me where you want to go or what, because I'll talk way too much or I'll go really off the just you just you just guide me, man, because I don't want to keep bringing in things because, yeah, yeah, I don't want to do that. You tell me, though, I'll talk about anything, but I just want to reemphasize where tr- you want me to go.
1: <laughs> I mean, you, you say 400 hundred, I'm 800. So
0: <laughs> there we go.
1: We're, we're, we're same direction. I've got I got 850 something that I've explored. I got like 2,000 still to go. So yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. It really so do got you use, of directions. So you use Absumo? What do you use? uh
1: I, I, I don't I don't use Absumo. I look at the tools that that have Absumo, like with all the emails, and go through yeah. it, you know, like a weekly check, just to sort of see what yeah. pops up. A lot of the time, I'll. I'll get like a couple that I go, oh yeah, I'll have a look at those. I'll have a look at those. But then I'm also looking at product hunt and then other videos that come out and mm-hmm. people comparing things. And then something else pops up in a, a Reddit or a discord or something You're like, I'll add that and I'll add that and I'll add that. Yep, and you end up no, doing dives all over the place. Something, there's a couple of questions in chat that I'll get to in a second. Something yeah, that yeah. I, I do want to, I do want to roll back to with, with tools is you mentioned your, your tasks and your projects. What's your what's your personal your your personal task manager? I need to get this thing done. Where does that go?
0: Task manager. Um. So, could you explain, like, just like me? Yeah, give me more details.
1: So, if for example you remember you need to do something, you're you're out you're out walking or something, you need to remember to do something. Is that goes on your phone, then goes somewhere else, or is that
0: a global app No, no. I just use my um. I have a bullet journal. Ah. So I have I do all my bullet journaling and then when I come in I go into Squid Hub and then I just put all of them in. So I have um I have three different journals. So I have one where it's just the daily tasks. If I'm walking around, I have all of my notes here, and then I have my standard issue notebook here, which is weekly, and then I have my uh, quarterly ones over on this side, and then everything's paper. And then I'll go on. Mm-hmm. I like.
1: You're using paper, but you're all in the digital tools. It's just, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's funny how that works. And I, I don't think paper's going to go anywhere, even though a lot of people like Tom solid yeah. interviewed him. Obviously the, the, the king of the
0: paperless movement and the rest of it still uses paper. Uh, <laughs> no, I, yeah. And if there's something tactile or whatever, I just, I'll do it on a computer, but like I need it free formed. In I like years, mirror, whatever. I need just I need to write it down. I need to do something where I'm scribbling, drawing, whatever. And then on the other side, I have a section where it's it's just um, uh, construction paper that's on the other other side of the wall, and it's my entire year broken down into um, how I make my stream of income. The six different buckets, and then the six different. Spheres of influence that I need to make my money in the middle. So over there is my yearly like check here. And then I can just walk over. I'm like, okay, this is going well, whatever. And then we have our quarterly meeting. And then we have our weekly meetings to that align with, hey, what's on the board? Like, are we actually building things that make sense?
1: Are you a big whiteboard person or is it all paper pen? <sighs>
0: It's all paper. Well, you know what? When I had my gym, it used to be... I mean, I had a CrossFit gym. So, like, I, I mean, it was a whiteboard, everything. So, I mean, it's... what <laughs> CrossFit is. Yeah, I mean, I mean... Three by five, the, five yeah, by ten. The, the whole box was a whiteboard. But, yeah, so, actually, I used to... Um, Back then, I went to the construction, and uh, I think it was to make... Uh, I don't know. It was... Basically, it, you could line bathrooms with this thing, and it was cheaper than a whiteboard, and, like, it would... You could mark it off so we just drilled it into the wall (laughs) at the gym and so i used to have that but now it's all paper and then i can just roll up that year and keep it in the corner and then sometimes i can unroll it and see how did it change from year to year but it's um there's a if you ever seen it's always sunny in philadelphia and like charlie is like he's trying to find out the murder and it's just like a bunch of like lines and it looks like he just looks crazy that's my wife always says that's what the office is but it's it's structured. It's a white it's white piece of paper with sticky notes that are different colors, and then there are different circles. Whatever it, it it tells me what I need to do. The, the term I like to use is an organized mess. Yeah, I like <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's that. It's, it's that. I mean, it. Yeah, I mean, it tells me. And then on the sides, it's telling me how much we have to make per quarter. Um, are at the top of funnel. What do we need to do? And then after building that out, then I'll put it in market plan and then I'll do the rest. Yeah.
1: Nice. Nice. Uh, I I know there's a couple of people in chat that were saying they're also fellow bullet
0: journalists. So there's this guy mentioned mm-hmm. that. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It changed my life. Um, before, before I did b- bullet journaling at one point I was working quite a a few different jobs at the same time and I kept forgetting things and I kept missing important things and I kept putting things off and it was just ruining my life. And uh, and then I took a course on bullet journaling and they're like, this is for ones um, that have uh, ADHD and dyslexia, this might help. And so afterwards that really changed my life. That was like maybe two and a half years ago. Um, And I'd never heard of it before bullet journaling or anything like that. And I was like, this is, this makes sense to me because I can do just an info dump. I can, I can do that. Like that's, that makes sense to me. And then afterwards, I'm just not stressed. Like my day, I work on what I like and then I take my hour and a half nap and then I work some more and then I'll take my 45 minute nap and then I work through the night. You know, I like, but bullet journaling allowed me to have like, whenever I used to lay down I just have too much things like going through and I'm like, did I forget this? Do I forget? Like bullet journaling allows me. I don't have any thoughts. I just go to sleep. And that's, yeah, that's why I love it. Love that stuff.
1: I I think the term from David Allen is uh, mental bandwidth or psychic bandwidth. Mm -hmm. One of the two. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. you just get it, get it out of your head and onto something somewhere. Yeah. Uh, I'm curious. Are you, are you diagnosed with, ADHD autism or any of those yeah. things?
0: That's a good question. Um, so <laughs> I don't okay. So this is this is a couple things. I think I, yes and no. So when I was in elementary school, okay, so let's back up. I I had a very I really couldn't speak for quite a few years until five or six, around that. I would So with resource classes, they said that I had severe dyslexia. I had a really, uh, strong lisp and a stutter problem and just a lot of speech problems. And they said, and by the way, you have, you know, ADHD or at the time, I don't know, whatever. They just were going to put me on Ritalin or something. And my mom's like, no, nah, you're not doing that. Like you can put him in classes for him helping him to read and that we're not just we're not just going to drug him up too. And so um you know that honestly I just went about and then probably when I was maybe like 3 years in um when I was married and 3 years in uh my wife is like have you ever looked at like what you do and like you're really bad with money like you're doing all these things like like you just like there's all of these signs that and also too like when I, oh when i went to sleep when I, when I couldn't sleep i just drink a red bull like when i need to do something i just drink a red bull and i can like i can fall asleep like that and she's like stuff with like caffeine and like when i would sleep like when i sleep in the middle of the day like i have to keep on like i watch league of legends but i don't play the game it's just enough of like something to keep it going and she was like, and you like have a heavy blanket to make sure that like, because I put on a hood and I put on a blanket, she's like, look at all the signs. And I was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so if that's being diagnosed, I guess. Yeah, I, I, still-
1: know. Yeah, I spoke to Brian Jenkins last week because he is uh, diagnosed with ADHD. We were talking about neurodivergence just in general, um, but the whole world of it and Everyone is obviously there's there's a spectrum, multiple spectrums here and there, but it, essentially it comes down to to human traits and and habits that you're used to. Whether you're officially diagnosed by the label or not, there are still certain things that some
0: of us do and some of us don't do. Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah, e- exactly right. So that yes, I would uh, I would say uh, without me going to a doctor and getting that stamp. I would assume where I have certain traits that allow me to do it. And also like, I guess the, I, I read something about it. Like Mark Cuban said this once. And like, I guess he has dyslexia and ADHD. There's this, I mean, but a lot of people have these flow states, but hmm. I, I, I can't program, I can't do anything during the day. I cannot, like, that's why I just do busy work or I just watch things or things like that. I need it like dead quiet. I need this, but like, I, I'm not a very good coder. I'm not a very good anything. But when I do something, like I can I can program or do whatever with no code for like 10 hours, 14 hours straight. And then I just I'll just sleep and do whatever. But it just feels like feels like an hour or something. So I can go and do deep dives. And that's like one of the things like when I was on at this company and by accident I was just getting started. I crashed their whole site and like I had to go line by line of their code. And um and like I did it and like took me like took me about nine hours straight because you're you're going through this like because I jacked up their index file um and uh redid it but I've always I've always had that those kind of things I don't know so but I, I hear some people have those things I don't <laughs> it just the reason I bring it up is like there was this one they were talking about the woman that made like cats like did the choreographing like cats and they said like to her like they were gonna put on these medications because she couldn't sit down like in in class and they're like she just needs to go to dance school and then she was the one that created cats like <laughs> you know what I'm saying like <laughs> I I don't know. yeah when when you look at a lot of people that are quote
1: quote successful there is something about them that makes them not necessarily uniquely different but it it helps them with whatever it is they're good at like einstein i'm pretty like when when you look at all the research probably autistic um and a lot of the other scientists physicists mathematicians a lot of them have a lot of autistic traits the way that they work with the world but they were geniuses (laughs) by by their own words so pros and cons Either way, well, uh, well. to get to uh, one of the questions from from Paulie in chat, uh, how does that the trade thing store data? Uh, can mm. I
0: have it locally? So that's a good question. That's a good question. Um, actually, it doesn't. It doesn't save. So it just it's in the view that people can change it, do the trades, they screenshot it. That's it, and then you're pressing the reload button. Doesn't save at all. Um, the reason behind it is, um we especially for this field maybe it would be important to save and then you would just make a copy and give it to someone for them to save it and everything like that when this is specifically for like sports agents and they're literally like in talks for like 20 trades in like an hour like they don't care about saving it like they're like oh we're trying to package this like for example like clutch sports they have a lot of athletes all together so like lebron's even though this is a whole other thing, LeBron has his own company. Let's just be let's let's just be yeah. honest with this, okay? Uh, so he is represent he is being represented, but it's his company. So to get other people like Clutch Sports, he got Anthony Davis. He brought him over there. If you're trying to get other players that are represented by the same person, you're trying to wheel and deal, and if they have the same agent you're trying to get multiple players because you're like I can package that because if I've got that guy's agent he will make this deal so it's it's for this case study or this use case uh, it's not important to say they're just they just need the information quickly to make decisions about what they should do with their job good question I didn't even think about that
1: yeah, yeah, um, and w- when it comes to locally, there was something I was actually gonna to ask you about with your Notion notes and stuff saved. Uh, I know it's it's a harsh topic and it's a nasty topic to bring up when we say Notion, yep. but backup. <laughs> oh, mm. backup local storage. What do you yeah. have? You got plans, thoughts about it? Obviously, fingers crossed. Everything's yeah. fine. Um.
0: Okay. I mean, this is. Um. No, I screenshot everything that i want i know, this is not like <laughs> i know it's not like practical uh, but like if i want something like and i'm afraid of it i just screenshot it and put it in my google drive and like this is i this is not scalable and this is not everything so i have every notebook from the time i was 16 to now categorized and i know the numbers and pages and so if i want it like for real for real i'll just write it in my my right. journal and then i have everything cataloged And then I screenshot that or I do something and then I'm usually putting the version of what I wrote into Notion or something like that. Um, I haven't really thought about that. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, I always expect everything to crash, like, especially (laughs) when Notion got really slow. Like, (laughs) (laughs) excuse me. Yeah. I was just like, oh, life is, oh, this is, oh, okay. All right. I mean, but even like Google, I mean, Google Docs sometimes don't work like it's just the nature of the beast. Like, <laughs> I'm just expecting everything to go wrong. So I just, I'm like, let me just, it, yeah. it, and I do, I do degrees. My methodology or my feedback loops, I have it written down in three different ways. I have it in Evernote. I have it in Notion. I have it written down. I have it because everything else can burn. I need those, I need those feedback loops and I can recreate those. Um, and then on top of that, because I'm really paranoid, I've recorded videos of myself working through the feedback loop. So I would have copies of the feedback loops. And so even if everything else crashed, and then I have it in two different locations on daily motion and YouTube, just in case YouTube crashes, I have it on another one. <laughs> just in case YouTube crashes. Wow. That's a, that's a big backup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, and people are like daily motion. Why would you have? I know. I know. I know. But just in case, yeah. just in we, case, we, we are careful around here about saying
1: talking about Google because I'm not I'm not even joking. We spoke about Google and potentially crashing. The next day, it crashed for like three hours. Like, <laughs> you gotta stop. Wow. That. <laughs> yeah, yeah, gotta be careful about that stuff. Uh, okay. So, so with your with your 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 essentials, um, they're they're duplicated in multiple places. How do you how do you say okay? I I need this or I don't need this. Is there just a, an inkling you go, I think I might need this
0: or you just Um, know. Um, kind of, but actually I have it. Um, I have different when I switch notebooks. All right. So we'll just go through this in my, in my notebook right here. I have, um, I have different formulas, how I, how I do different things. Like say for instance, like my weekly meetings, I have a feedback loop of that. And, um, that stayed for the last year. I do. So let me break this down. Actually, I haven't thought about this. So thank you for this question. Um, there's two things. So one thing that I do is this happened by accident. And then I saw like Noah was talking about this. So I was like, Oh, I do this by accident anyway. Um, I usually cancel my cards once a year because then it's, I see what I really need to pay for. And then what I don't need to pay for. And I know this is dangerous. I don't, I don't encourage people to do this, but, I get notifications like, oh, you need to pay for this. Then I only pay for that. And then I cut all my other subscriptions. The same thing with my workflows. I do like an audit, like once a year, probably. And that audit, I look at what workflows I'm using and what I don't use. And I only replicate those workflows into my next journal. And so it kind of, it kind of weeds itself out because sometimes I would be like really passionate, like I need this. And then I'm looking at it and I'm like, I don't use this anymore. It doesn't apply to me anymore. So it's like a come to Jesus moment. I'm just like, yeah, I don't need it. Let's just bring this over. So usually I have only four to seven workflows that I use that I keep bringing over and over again. Um, And I can go into them, but that's like, does that answer the question? I'm not even sure if that answers the question.
1: <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. It's the like, <laughs> the, the, it was, how do you know whether something is, is needed to be backed up multiple not times? Like, what's, I, I guess, a, a different way to phrase it. How do you know what something, like, priority? How do you prioritize something? What's the, mm. the mental thing in your head? Like,
0: this needs to be priority one. If I use it daily or weekly... That's the only thing that I know that I had to back up. Um, The weekly notes of like what we do, I need that to make sure that we're on track and we can look back with a reasonable degree of certainty and not emotion. So I need the actual hard data points to review. This is what not happened, not what I felt happened in the year. That's, right. that's the main thing. Everything else, um, the SOPs, like we have them so many times, like even if they didn't get backed up, I can talk to all the freelancers. I'm like, hey, remember when I asked you to do that? <laughs> like I I need that back or something like that. Like it's so many repeat, like so many times I've done it with so many of my students. Like I can find that like it's going to be somewhere. And if not, it's the formula to redo it again. Like I really look at like if everything was destroyed, do I have the workflows to replicate this again to get back at least 75% of what I've lost. Yeah. That's what I look for.
1: Yeah. Enough to get yourself back up and running and, and on your feet moving.
0: Yeah. It's but honestly, so the, the president of Appsumo, like I was having trouble. I was trying to hit six figures and he's like, yeah, that's because you don't like you're not organized enough. You don't do feedback enough. And I was like, I do feedback. He's like, no 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 I'm gonna show you how we run this company. And then I just rinse and repeat that. And then I added a few other things that I liked, Uh, but that is the only thing. I was like, okay, it's good enough for them to go to do eight figures. It's good enough for me. Yeah, I'll just do that. And it's really highly simplistic and that's the only thing that I do. That's it.
1: Nice. Nice. I mean,
0: eight figures. Can't can't complain. <laughs> yeah, I, I, and and really, like, I honestly, I just kept complaining because I was like, "Oh, I'll never hit six figures." He's like, "Yeah, do this." And then, and what I love about it, Eamon's the man. Um, he's like, "Yeah, when you hit six figures, like, then we can have another meeting." And like, not only was I motivated, I was like, "I need to hit six figures so I can talk to this man." It it did exactly the thing that I needed yeah so i mean i can talk about that what it is but
1: yeah uh maybe in a second we'll get to a couple of the questions in chat Paulie, good to see you um i'm, I'm sure Paulie will have a watch oh uh, yeah she even said she'll watch watch the replay later cool uh er- everyone is so busy <laughs> yeah the replay it you can put cool. at times two and just like blast uh-huh. through mm-hmm. so gail, gail asked is uh squid hub your only backup of your bullet journal
0: Ooh. Uh, da, da, da. well, I would think my, well, hmm, I never really viewed it as that backup. Well, I guess so. Yeah. But so my, <laughs> I guess my bullet journal, like I never really thought I, maybe, that, maybe I view it differently than, mo- I don't know how people view, this is the whole thing. It's kind of like the productivity. I don't, I don't talk to a lot of people how they view different things. I'm not sure. Um, do people view bullet journals like that you need it. I thought it was, I just use it for structuring my thoughts. I I mean, I don't really look at my bullet journal. I have my other journal where I'm like conscious of thought where I'm going. Bullet journaling is just so I won't go crazy. <laughs> so I view it as like, if I had like a, now nah, nah, this would really make me look crazy, but like if I had a blank wall, I would just map it out like my bullet journal to do the same activity. So I don't really view it as I need a backup more as I just need sanity. So I need those I need the I need that framework in my life to to make sense of things.
1: So is your bullet journal, I guess, more of like a, a doodle
0: pad, I guess? Yeah. yeah. I mean I mean I obviously mean, there's words in one institution. Oh man, I gotta refocus this bad boy. Hold on. Uh Oh, uh, this is all sucks. Um, so so basically, so what I have is one page, I have the tasks for the week on one page and it's that one or the projects for the week. Then I break down the projects into tasks. And then I have a separate section. It's like a little box on the side. It's what I need to do for the week that like is essential for, for me being happy or like living in life. And it can only have about five things in that box and everything else is extra. And so, or like some people call it like that one big thing of the day, like, okay, that's all I have. And then the rest is from the projects, like how can I make them tasks? Or for my case, for the most part, just like who should I just assign to do this (laughs) and, and not do it? Or can I, if I'm like spending this much time, can I just make an automation workflow right now? And then, I'll record myself automating it. And I'm like, because I never want to do this ever again in my life. And that's that's all my bullet journal. Have. And then if I have rare, like I'm reading, I just finished Da Vinci and I'm reading uh uh Ben Ben Franklin, Benjamin Franklin. Um, Who's that? It's the guy Stevenson. I don't know. Isaac Stevenson. It's the guy that wrote Steve Jobs, that book. And he just wrote a bunch of these books. And so if I'm reading about them, I'm like, man, this is crazy. I never really thought about that. I'll write it in that bullet journal and then I'll bring it over to my creativity journal later. And then I'm like, okay, I need more time to think about this.
1: That's interesting. So you have you kind of have like a a bullet journal which is kind of like a, a brain dump brainstorming type journal and then a another journal that's a little bit more focused. Is that right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the the focus one, the other journal is like, "Hey, I'm I'm thinking about these things." Like right now, <laughs> I mean, this is just If anyone sees this, but it it says like I'm thinking about APIs. I'm thinking about marketplaces. My wife's always laughing at me. She's like, "That's all. Like, is that our funnels?" Um. So (laughs) right here is um just Google Cloud platforms and like explaining APIs and then breaking down supply and demand of marketplaces. And then it's like, oh, I was thinking about that. Okay, let's let's deep dive in that. And then sometimes if I'm on my walk or I do something like that. I read one page of what I'm thinking about, and then I'll just walk around and think about that for an hour or something like that.
1: Yeah, I have... uh, So I... I used to call them brain brainstorming sessions. Now it's like a squirrel session because I mean squirrels yep. just seem to be associated with me right yep. now. Uh, and, and every day I'll, I'll go in some direction cause there's always stuff. You, yep. you can't get rid of the random ideas that pop up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean on my, on my obsidian, which is what I'm currently using at the moment, I've got qualifications, unqualified expert expertise, too yep. many ideas getting shared and reduced barriers, all of those things have come up today that I will just brainstorm in a video um, and then have a look. I'll look back at the video. So they're unlisted videos on my YouTube channel. <laughs> so I can just look back at them time to speed.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm.
1: But yeah, there's, it's being able to reflect on your brainstorms is so useful.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even if you
1: don't like seeing yourself in the recording, just, just brainstorming out loud, just recording yourself. Yeah. For me, anyway, looking back going that's where my brain was at. That's what I was thinking because it's so easy when you go down those rabbit holes to forget where you even came from.
0: Yeah. Yep. 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 I record. I try to record or at least get a memo so I can have the audio later on, but video. Yeah. It's so powerful to, and it's, it's pretty funny. Like how, how much you can change. (laughs) It's it's very Like I, I look back and like, Oh, I was so like my convictions and I'm like, ah, stupid. Like, why would I care about that? Like that's, ah, whatever. <laughs> oh yeah, over the over the time making YouTube videos drastic. You man. know, yeah, yeah. And uh, by the way, I was gonna say uh, I like the ones that you're talking to yourself. That that was uh <laughs> makes me laugh about that. Um, yeah, they are so
1: fun to make.
0: I was gonna say I was like I wanted the edit time. I'm like, nah, nah. Danny's got that. I, I don't have time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, if you plan it enough beforehand,
1: it makes the edit easy, but because i i kind of trail off sometimes so i'll have a rough script of the conversation right yeah. but when i'm talking i get you can obviously see it in in the script i get because i'm involved in the conversation i'm literally arguing with myself yeah. the script will be like three or four words and then i'll have a response and i'll just go off on one i'll rant i'll look back at a script like i added like three sentences there i'm looking yeah. back in the editor I'm like where is this in the script what did i say <laughs> before that <laughs>
0: yeah good health to you you've got that you've got that i'm just like man that's awesome no i can't do it but that no i i like it it's funny too so yeah, it's
1: it's it's trying to bring a a bit of relative, like relation because looking at a lot of the the productivity space in the videos you're looking at that's real polished that's real nice that's that's real (laughs) nice that's real good but that's not what happens up here
0: yeah no i love that i love what i love that man that was awesome yeah uh Gay Gail asked in chat,
1: I love the idea of a workflow audit. I will say I do I, I do a workflow audit, but not to the extent you do. Um no, no. and then you say, Do you have a video on that? So do you have a video on your on your workflow audit?
0: Um yeah, I, I guess I better do a better job. I've done it in live streams, like showing how, like examples. Um I can show you real quick. I think I saw this, I think this might be. Yeah, I mean. This is like the first level before I go deep on it. But, oh, I, I'm good to share. I'm good to yeah. share. Okay. Um, I, I always
1: like to get confirmation. <laughs> before
0: no, listen, I feel you. Thank you. Um, th- This one, I think this allows maybe. So this was like I was telling you about the li- weekly meeting, like the structure of it. I have it in a Google Sheet that allows me to like color code certain things. But I have my weekly section here. A Google um, Sheet or Doc? Uh, I use a Google sheet okay. I use a Google sheet and the reason behind it is I'm having this in different sections and then if certain projects are early uh, are done early on time or late, this turns green light yellow light red light <sighs> makes sense so you can so easily I I at a glance I can say are we doing good this week? Oh, like, why are we having yellow lights? Like, what's going on here? Or, wh- why are you like, what? What's going on here? So visually, I don't even have to read anything. I can visually look like, oh, Walgreen, we're making money. <laughs> Let's go. All right, I'll see you guys. Like, like, we don't have to have a long conversation. If it's red, like, okay, what did we do wrong? Um, also, too, we we um we go with energy levels. So this was more when we had like clients, and now it's group coaching, so it's just not even the same. But when we were working one-on-one with clients, we would say like, we would rate how, how difficult is this client? And we would rate it like, what's your mental fortitude after working with this client? And if they kept hitting week after week, it was like tens, tens, tens. We would look to offload the client. We would say, hey, listen, this isn't for us. And if we're having this problem, you probably hate us too. Like we probably aren't a good fit. How can we work to get to an X point? And I will tell you, who I would suggest that might be better for you than us. And that because mental, like we were certain clients, we were making tons of money and we're like, but it was just soul sucking. So we we have that feedback loop here. And then on the other side, we have, you know, habits make you into the person you are. Like I write that on every journal and every piece of paper so the the team knows. And then here, this is based off of deep work and different structures here of like how we work in our sessions. I don't make people do like deep work sessions if they don't want to, like freelancers. I'm like, hey, like good on you. I'm just telling you what I do. If you you don't have to do this, like this is just for me. And then here we audit, This is the top of the audit, I guess, because I have blocks per day, like admin, action, planning, researching, and then I have theme days, and then I audit do I need to change like the theme days, and then uh, then this is like, then I go into the full audit of like, what do those theme days do? Like, do we need to change theme days, kind of stuff like that.
1: Yeah. Apologies for the laughing. I'm scripting a video and theming is in there, and I was, yeah, reminded me of all the jokes I made that were really bad jokes. But
0: <laughs> hey, hey, I'm excited. I want to see it. Yeah. I mean, that's and so that's the beginning of the audit, and then it's kind of like, I mean, yeah, maybe I'll do a video of like breaking down of it. But basically, I look at okay, how am I spending the day? Uh, I look at the energy level of that day and how much work, like productivity. I mean, honestly, to tell you the truth, the reason I look at this is. Um, at one point I was working about four jobs at the same time and I was still trying to build this and time was crucial. So I needed to figure out how I was blocking time and doing all these things. Now that I have just this, I don't want to lose like, Oh, what am I doing with the rest of the day? Or like, I can just do nothing still having working with purpose, but not overworking myself that I don't have time to think and build all these other things. And so, yeah, that's, that's how we do the audit. So we do, oh, one last thing too. I mean, but like, if you want to see like the audit audit, like then we use like um, market plan and we actually build out like our funnel and like as, have you used this before? Have you? Um, uh, I think it's, uh, it looks like one of those, one know. of those tools that I need to explore. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is so
1: it? It looks like one that I've gone into. I've gone, oh, this is nice. Is I need mm. more time with this.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or well, maybe funnelytics or something like that, maybe, or there's tons. I mean, what yeah. you know, there's there's whatever. But like, say for instance, if I'm really doing like my audit, um, I'll have our very specific, like um our specific campaigns or like what we're doing. And um what I'm doing here first, and this is like first the mock-up, right? So I can have this and I can actually say it like yes, no, what's happening, and I can track what's the behavior pattern, but Not only when I have it, I can have like, okay, landing page, opt-in, sales page. um, And then let's do the confirmation, confirmation page, whatever, where is it? Blah, 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 (laughs) blah. Thank you, here. And then I want it to like download here or something like that, right? So once I'm like, okay, sales page, okay, confirmation, have this over here, yes, yes okay and then have this and i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna say sales from here i'm gonna just say like sales right there um and so like once i have this you can actually use utm trackers and then track it and then afterwards i can just look at my stats and just straight up look at like is it working is it not working everything that we said this funnel is going to do, like, let's just look at it. (laughs) Are we actually doing anything that we said we were going to do? And then I can have it in like a planning mode or I can have it in live, which is actually real data coming in. And then depending if I'm working with the team, I can just have it in the Kanban and like have the team working on that section to go out and like, okay, what are we doing here? How are we going to make this better? Or do we just need to make a totally different funnel or, process of our customers and so this is like based off of like the products services based on what we're doing the content like it doesn't have to be sales sometimes it's like hey we're going to do a series or this playlist about this um does it perform the way that we want it to do and uh and we go from there
1: it looks very much like a an okr kpi performance yep metrics tracking uh yep purpose
0: yeah yeah and and again i you know i i hate pulling numbers or having someone like go do all this work it's like let's just set it up and let it just feed the data automatically and then we just look at it like there's no point of i just don't need you to run the numbers like this will tell us like just just tell me how much how many leads like what do we do what did we not make it did we make it it's, that's it <laughs> it's funny you say that because there's for for whatever reason, I don't
1: understand why. A lot of applications are trying to use YouTube's API to get YouTube stats out of YouTube into a database. I'm like, do you not know that YouTube analytics gives you literally God.
0: everything? Okay. I'm glad that you brought this up. And maybe, let me know if you found this. This is the thing. Th- Let's talk about this for a moment. I'm going to so, stop sharing. Yeah, no worries. So how about this? YouTube, we go into that advanced mode, whatever, right? I'm pulling... I want my average view percentage, average view duration, everything like that. I'm setting up the stats right here. Is there a way to save the way I want to track my stats? Every time I go in there and I go to that advanced mode and I position it, I have to keep redoing it. Then I'm doing a layer when I'm exporting it, I put it in Google Sheets and then I'm filtering it and I look at, okay, 50%, 50%, how long they have be doing. And then I have a system where I'm rating it and then I'm color coding it. Why can I not put it in Data Studio that does not have any of the stats that I'm looking for and create a, what is, they have all of these things. And so now I have to learn Python because I'm writing the automation to just do it every time because I'm doing this every time to- every week is there an easier way am i missing something like why can they why can they not save i'll just stop there
1: i'm i'm completely with you and um so do you know matt geelan from little monster media co oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, he 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 has the same issue same frustration like do, can you not just save the view that we want um but they've actually the the route that they've taken is they just use the the default view in youtube export it and then they've set up google sheet and um, they can just copy the data in and then gives all the dashboards they want that's their way and you
0: ugh, it's finding workarounds yeah <laughs> work around to get the so, numbers so that was and then so i was like okay all right that's fine let me use integra let me pull it i'm first gonna have to off get the all uh, I uh, had to make the api do that grab it in do an HTTP request in Integromat, put it in there, then map out the way I want in a Google Sheet to do it every time. There's like, this should not be this difficult. It's one of the main thing, creators that are serious need these things. Why is it so difficult? I don't, you do everything else. You do everything else. And and, and Google, Data Studios is owned by the same company. The problem with Data Studios is, I feel like it's someone that's like, oh, YouTubers like it this way. Let me make it this way. And I'm like, yeah, it's great for a company that has no idea about stats. It looks really pretty. It's a really nice template. Doesn't have anything that I need, man. Nothing that I need. Okay. I thought it was just me. I, I just... any Anyone that's into numbers
1: feels the pain like roberto blake me. is another is another yeah. creator you look at and he's just like oh, he's looking at all these numbers and and then he exports the, the spreadsheet and does the same stupid things that all of us do and we're like okay if he's still
0: doing this <laughs> and so the only other one is like what morning fame or whatever i yeah. always forget like okay they're not bad i'm like oh that's actually in my head like they're not bad but i still want certain things um, and then I was talking to Kevin, one of the guys like um that does a lot of like APIs and like Python. He's like, You he's like, You're trying to learn Python to like to do this. He's like, You want to learn Python to do what? I'm like, listen, man, like, but <laughs> I'm like, I'm that irritated. I'm that irritated that like so. I'm gonna do it in integramat, possibly. I'm but same. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm really and he's like, You really so I took another Coursera cl- like the crash course for Python for Google. I'm like I can run it in cloud again. I might just do it. I'm like, and then that came down to, I think I'm gonna probably create like nano SaaS products because I'm like, it's just, if I'm this far down, if I'm this far, I might as well just start selling these scripts for other people to use it. Um, But that's irritating. I'm like, it's I know it's just a developer that could just, ah, just click that little thing for it to all work in my life, anyway. So I'll stop. That,
1: I'll stop. That's literally a Google thing. Now the amount of things like Google Tasks, just like add a couple of things with Google Tasks, and it's pr- it's pretty good. It's pretty solid, but it doesn't have those things. Like just do this one or two thing. Just do this one or two. But no, no, they don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Have you have you messed with Google Workflows or anything like that? Briefly, briefly. When I went into Google Workflows,
1: I was also in the process of exploring Obsidian and Rome research, and it was sort of like a balance between the two. Yeah.
0: What do you think about Rome? Do you like it? Yes. I I like (laughs) it. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Okay. You you, you can sense that. (laughs) Yes, I do like it, but I don't think it's worth the money. Uh Oh. I think the reason I think it's not worth the money is because Obsidian is free. Like, if Obsidian wasn't a thing, RemNote didn't have the features it it does, and Logseq doesn't have the features it does, then yes, go uh, Rome. When Rome was the only thing, definitely. Now that Rome isn't the only thing, Logseq, Obsidian. (sighs) So, what's what's your one you use? No, which one that you use? I'm currently using Obsidian because it's local file storage and. Even though I'm using Obsidian, because they're Markdown files on my local computer, I yeah. could use Logseq just as easy. I just go and use Logseq, um, mm-hmm. and I know there's three other apps as well that are currently being built that aren't public at mm-hmm. all um, that work on the same file format and using local Markdown files cool. um, to store the data, and they still have the backlinks like everything you would expect, yeah. um, except it's locally stored and can be cloud stored um, mm-hmm. using
0: using the app. I forgot. As you were saying that, there's I, I, this one thing and then I'll stop. Google Sheets, um, using AppSheet with Google Sheets, have you messed with AppSheets at all? Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking as you were just saying that because I was just, the other question with backup, I was like, well, you could just make your own AppSheet, make your own, and mm-hmm. then it would sync because then it's it has offline mode too. And then like, it just depends on how you want to structure it. But I mean, it depends on what kind of notes and you know, whatever. But if I was really worried about like, backups and everything, I would probably just build my own task, like tracking thing like that. And then because it has the machine learning and OCR built in, Cloud Vision's already connected. So if I was really, really, I could even screenshot my own tasks in your app sheet, and it would store it that way too, and have an association with uh, with the recognition. Just as... Yeah. I mean, if you want to go that, I'm just saying, I was like, if it's really a backup, like, eh, I I guess it could be used that way. I haven't, I'm not saying to do it. I'm not saying any of those things. It's very limited if you want it like how it is. But I'm like, if you were really trying to do it, eh, maybe that might work. But I'll stop.
1: I have the exact same moments. You're like, I could do this and this and that. Is it worth it? Mm." (laughs) Nah, Nah, it's not worth it. Just because you can doesn't mean you should.
0: Yeah.
1: Yep uh right gail's question my bujo i'm assuming that's abbreviated for bullet journal is
0: mm. uh, is my that's just my my guess i don't know i, I don't know <laughs> when i saw it i was thinking about Majin boo from dragon ball z when i saw the word i was like oh but that makes a lot more sense what you said <laughs> yeah so, i'm thinking bullet journal i'm not, I'm not i like that sure, but <laughs> love it
1: um is my sanity sanity aid but it's also how i often plan and process my day understandable do you okay. tend to remember what you write in your bullet journal without no. checking yeah so writing yeah i was right good um without checking it much do you remember
0: what you write um that's a good question actually for the most part yes because i don't know they were talking about like tactile or just like the association when you're writing something and then like the movement and everything but i mean i can i pretty much again not 100 but i like even if i can go by like oh i wrote it in that bullet journal this time and i can go find the page and i'm pretty accurate with it um because i think because it's structured the same way so on my right side of the page, I know it's my tasks and it's like this. I know my thinking process is on the next page. I know my reflections of the week is on this page. So if I can pretty much like, I don't know if uh, like, woo, like mental palettes, but I can I can categorize them. Like I think it's around here, but I can pretty much know. Yeah, I don't need to cue myself that much. A little bit of uh, like Sherlock Holmes deduction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, pfft, like honestly, that that's the thing. I, I laugh because my wife, we were talking about this, and uh, she was she swore she's like, "I'm just doing a mind palace," and like she she was like, "I'm going in this room. I elaborate. I'm putting it right here." Like three months later, I didn't bring it up. I'm like, "So about that?" She's like, "What now? What pal? Like what?" <laughs> like, yep. So I whatever if it works, but for the most part, I can. I don't have to look at it, but also too, if it's something important. I keep rewriting the thing over and over on different pieces of paper because to me, I'm just like, I need to get this done. Like, yeah, it gives me antsy, it gets me antsy if I can. Now I'm also the same person that my wife like almost like killed me. Like, you know how like that plastic on a computer, like the plastic, like you take off the plastic of a computer, like this is in plastic, like it's covering the screen or like Google Chrome update. Like I don't feel the need to like, I know it drives my wife and my best friend crazy like i just will leave it on for months they're like don't you want to take off i'm like no it's, it's not bothering me they're like it's like this is out there's no reason i'm like no no just leave it and like they just end up like so up I gotta, end I
2: <laughs>
0: yeah i'm just so there's some things i'm just like but for tasks and everything the reason i think i'm so passionate about finishing tasks that because i want to get back to thinking about things i want to so i want to finish like this so i have more time to think
1: so I'm I'm curious when when I was talking with Brian last week uh, about this sort of thing, notifications came up for me mm. when I see an email inbox with like a red one. I got uh, yeah, I got to sort it. Yeah. I can't I can't have the when I see people's phones, it's like one thousand three hundred and something. I'm
0: like no, no. <laughs> okay, I I can uh, I agree with that, but I have a very maybe it's a like a nuclear option because some like some Gmails like. If some are just attached to like all the things I'm signing up with, for me, I'll just uninstall the app. If I see the notifications, I just don't want to do it. I'll just uninstall. I'll come back to it when I'm ready to do it. If for my Gmail, if if like oh the notification and like because I'm like I gotta see it, <laughs> you know where manage like which I'll just turn them off. And I'm like, <laughs> no, not I have all of my notifications off, and, and and that's because if I want to be in Twitter, I want to be in Twitter. I don't want my notifications in Twitter. Um, at Facebook, I have um, like that. Uh, what do you call it? Um,
1: the the eradicator. The fade. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't. I don't want to see it. Like unless someone pings me and they need to talk to me, I notifications. <laughs> <laughs> because I know it will drive me insane. Like I know it will. Like I can't help myself. I've got to look at the emails. Like when people are like, "Oh, just take the weekends off." No, I. I don't. For me, I can't but Mm. I will only spend 15 minutes two times a day looking at emails on Saturday and Sunday. But I know myself, and I'm going to structure that, and then I'll be done. Then I won't think about it.
1: Yeah, it's it's funny. With with me, notifications, I'm fine with all notifications except messages. If it's a direct message, it doesn't matter what platform, whether it's a a Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, DM, an email. If someone who's put the time in to send me a message about something yeah. i have to respond as soon as i can <laughs> really Wow, that's interesting I, it's it's something in my head i think it was kind of like when i was younger like you, you shouldn't ignore people yeah so if if i know there is a message i will try and find a, an appropriate time as soon as possible to respond yeah. to that message uh and which is why i don't understand the people that you can see where like the profile seen the, imp- seen the message and then they go and bounce. And then like two hours later, they respond. You're like, but you saw it. It just j- j- yeah. respond. Yeah. All of the notifications <laughs> I can just leave for, I mean, i
0: got, how many have I got? 813. <laughs> I mean, like, and, that, and honestly, to tell you the truth, like sometimes it's like, I'll, I'll just say it for me, typing or writing takes a lot of proofing and doing it. If there is any way that I could just do an auto response, like an audio response or a video, and I could do it on any platform, like I use Dub when people sign up and I say, you can ask me anything. Literally, I'll respond with a video to every single one. It's easier for me to do a video than like try to structure an email and all those things. If it was like a DM and I could respond in any format, I'll be all over it. But because it's like sometimes, well, you know, it's like someone asked me like a really detailed question I looked at. I'm just like, oh God. Like, like I, I can't, I can't do this right now. I need to, I need to go get a drink or something. Like, um, now on the same point. Now I have videos where I'm just like I talked about this more in depth here. Maybe this would help you, kind of thing. I've I've yeah. had to make more SOPs of like how to respond in quick triggers to do it. But yeah, I, I feel you, man. I feel yeah
1: I, I have some of those especially with the youtube comments you get the same comment over and over and over you're like um have you tried looking at this video or just watching the one that you've commented on hint hint to some people i don't understand this thing have you got a template for that did you watch the first three seconds where i say template link in description <laughs> yeah yeah
0: yeah i feel you on that one i feel you. <sighs> that's definitely a creator bug did you know what i'm sorry i had to say this someone told me in a Twitter, uh, no, 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 in a YouTube comment. They're like, I to, <laughs> I've had this multiple times. Someone's like, I think you should redo this video. <laughs> like, they're like, I liked it, but I think you should redo this. Or one time I answered a question and I had it uh, as unlisted because I, I just didn't think it was that detailed. But I was like, I have the response. and I He said, the person asked me, why is this unlisted? Why don't you have this public? And I said, because I felt like it. I was like, and you know what? I might unlist this video too. Like, what do we? T- like, I I just don't understand. Like, uh, maybe because you're not seeing a real person, it's interesting how people's like disassociation with a real person they are. I it's it's amazing to me how like the level of what people say. Um. Anyway. Yeah.
1: I mean, yeah. in, in my head, when, when I think about it, this is what I do in my head, right? When when you put out a video, essentially most of the time anyway, people are going to YouTube to find an answer to a question. If if you were in front of someone and you asked them a question, they gave you the answer. You're not going to say, can you just rephrase that? Can you just get rid of that? Can you not say that? Can you speed yeah. this? You're not going to say any of that. You're going to go, okay, thank you. <laughs> and then go. But it's, it's a YouTube video, so I'm going to comment about everything.
0: It's it's insane to me. I, I'm just like uh, there was one. I was on the AppSumo, uh channel. And I was doing something, and one guy's like, he's like, this is you know what the worst actually two things. When uh, the bat the biggest feedback like backlash is when I'm learning something in real time. I'm like I'm learning bubble. I'm doing X Y and Z. Bubble fanatics will come out of there. They're like, yeah oh, you're just learning, and this is what I'm like. It's in the title. I'm I'm learning that. Like you're seeing me do it in real time. One guy's like, it's it's like you don't even know what's going on. I'm like, yeah, because I'm showing you. Like I honestly don't like. (laughs) And one guy's like, worst ten minutes of my life. I said, I thank you so much. I was like, that was when I was about to like become in partnership. I was like, I needed every minute to get into the partner program. Thank you for watching these ten minutes. But I've never, I've never thought of watching a complete video. And then saying, like, this is useless, and having the mental fortitude to then comment like at you're mad that you spent all wouldn't you know within 10 minutes? Like, why would you people are strange? I love it. Especially when they
1: don't read the titles. Just like (laughs) it literally tells you right there I've had the same experience.
0: Uh, uh, Superhuman. I did an e I did a walkthrough of super first of all, I didn't even say in the title, it was about I was saying that. This is a great model because I was doing something for my first million, and I was like, "This is a great model of what a product is doing right with email." You should now use this in another, another business like insurance or something like this. And he's like, "This sucks! Like you didn't do anything in Superhuman." I'm like, that, that, "No, no, that's not the point." Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, people. People, people, people.
1: Yeah. Ah, oh, great, great. Um, okay, Kim. Uh, so there isn't actually anything in your bullet journal uh, that you need to back up. It's just, it's just notes important right now. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And,
1: Cause you were I saying your bullet it. journal is a bit of like a, a brain, a brain dump, brainstorming yeah. type thing. Yeah. I, I, it's, <laughs> it's funny. It's, it's kind of in the script of one of the videos that I'm talking about, but there are so many words that you're like, I could just replace this word with this word and it mean the same thing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Yeah, you can use yeah. the same word mean two completely different things and you can use two completely different words and then mean the
0: same thing you are know, like yeah yeah um and that's the thing like i maybe just because uh you know what maybe this i, I haven't thought about this in a while i mean I, I get sad about this i remember one time i i, I deleted my favorite youtube video that i made like Probably like two thousand seven, something like this. It was my full. Now this is like I was using Windows Movie Maker. This is probably like two thousand six, two thousand seven. I was, I mean, I put a lot of work in this. I deleted that video because uh, it had music, but I could have just unlisted. I could have done so many things. And I, I, thought I had it. My computer crashed, and like that video is gone. Like that was when I was at the Louvre. I was, I was, in, uh, I was just all over the place. That that hurts. And honestly, after that, I was just like after getting over that, I'm just like, it's not going to be perfect. Like you're going to lose, like if it's digital, it's going to happen. And so I've just made pieces with it. And like, honestly, I don't think about backups that much. If I'm really serious, I take a picture of whatever it is. And I send it to my wife or my friend. I'm like, I need this just in case. If I die or go missing, like this is something important. And that's all I got.
1: Yeah, I, I know a lot of, so I've, I've got stick in the past for not having traditional backups
2: yeah.
1: because I'm using so many different apps and things. Like most of my projects are are videos or they're mm. me learning something like a skill. I I don't need to back up a skill I've learned because I've learned the skill Um, or I'm just going to go relearn the skill through whatever documentation it was to learn the thing. And if it's a YouTube video, like YouTube has to literally crash and burn <laughs> for me yeah. to lose it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There, so that that's actually funny that you mentioned it. There is. So again, maybe the nuclear option. I was thinking about this because uh, I used to work in a skilled nursing facility with patients and that I used to get really freaked out when I worked with patients coming back from a stroke. And I was like, okay, what if, what if I lose this? Right. Um, what if I can't remember? And that's why I just document the workflow. So even if If I get even if I don't want to do it, but I want, I think it's special enough that other people would appreciate it. Um, I just make a video in how I learned it, so just in case I had a stroke or I die or something, it would still be the thought process. If I could never uh, obtain that again, that's what it is. I don't know, maybe Mm. that's a weird fear. Um, but I was like, yeah, no. No." We 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 all have different different
1: things. I think that we. It's just, I mean, I I know I know for example there are other, there are some people are like parents for example they keep keep photos and documentation of mm-hmm. what the kids did and and those sort of things, yep. uh, and it's it's always interesting. So I recently watched rewatched Minimalism the the two documentaries mm-hmm. from Mattie Bella. Mm-hmm. Recently rewatched, well he's not in it but directed them. Uh, mm-hmm. and I was rewatching those and I was thinking, you know what? <laughs> I wonder what the world of the the people that are in the backup world. <laughs> I have to say about minimalism. <laughs> like, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, no, we
1: need to back up everything. Minimalism. No, nope. we can just live off nothing.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was actually a couple of years ago. We were going to just buy a tiny home, and we were just gonna just pack up, and that was it. Um, and that was an interesting exercise because it was like we were really we were we were looking at down payments, looking at it being built, and everything, and so. Looking at what we were going to throw away, what we needed, what not. It was an interesting exercise. We didn't end up doing it, but we downsized considerably. There's a whole other reasons why, but we we didn't want to have as much stuff. And then streamlining like saving memories, saving thoughts. How would you do it? Um, it's an interesting exercise. Even if you don't end up doing it, it allows you to now make tough decisions of like you honestly don't have the space to do what you want. Like you don't have the space for this. What are you going to prioritize? And so yeah.
1: Yeah, I I was watching I can't remember what video it was. I really don't care. To be honest, I just took the points away. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but there were, yeah. there were five elements of minimalism that you can look at, you know, physical aesthetic, etc. Um, and digital minimalism was a category. Mm. I was looking at it and thinking, okay, digital minimalism, What does that include? And obviously the whole social media thing is a a thing that goes around. You're like, I understand it. I understand taking a break from social media. But the way the world works right now, if you're not somewhat engaged on a platform somewhere, you're missing something. Like news. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Yeah if you're not connected in some way it's very difficult
0: i I can't remember was it i mean i and again i only looked at the headline i was like that's an interesting concept never looked at there i think it was two one person that was in a coma when when covid started and like they woke up in the middle and then the other one was there was a couple that were sailing they were on a sailboat and they were either they were in australia and then they were doing some kind of navigation and like they got to shore with lockdown, but they had no connection to what was going on. I find those 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 kind of things fascinating. Um, it's re- like I cannot even. I yeah. So maybe I should read those stories. But I was like, that is extremely interesting. That you cannot plan things like that. And uh, if you're not connected, mm-hmm. it's just yeah. That's overnight. That's insane. But yeah.
1: I mean, there's certainly things that we don't know, and there's always going to be stuff that we don't know, because the more you know, the less you know. I don't know. Yeah. Whether I, I love that saying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sure. And you're always going to be missing information, but it's the crucial information that you don't really want to be missing, but you don't know what's crucial until you see it. Yeah. So it's it's finding that balance yeah. of consuming enough, but not consuming too much, where that yeah. balance
2: is.
0: Yeah, I mean, and I think that's why... You know, I think that's why I'm really, I'm not sure if I'm going to do it in Coda or whatever. Uh, again, I'm going back into what tool should I use? I think feedback loops of wherever it is, I think feedback loops and getting those types of responses, what's happening is more and more crucial because I, I don't know the exact stat of this. So I don't want to, but they were talking about like how many words someone in like the 1800s was exposed to like in a oh. newspaper or something like that. They're like compared to like now. Um, and like what that did to life, what, you know, the distraction, all this stuff, where is this? I'll show you. I, I've seen the graphic as well. I can't remember the numbers. You know what I'm talking or... about? Yeah. There, yeah there's, there was this thing, um, in our old, so I have an office because of COVID we're not there very often, but it's an old furniture factory and it was this guy and, um, I mean, he's dead. I mean, there's stuff, but anyway, <laughs> his, his, it was his 1931 salesman data book, um, and like, it is, and it's like all of his transactions that he did in 1931. And it's how to be a salesman in 1931, he has like 1923, all the, they were just gonna burn him. They were just gonna, I was like, this man's, uh, so, yeah, so I'm taking that. So, <laughs> yeah. and it's it's very interesting. It's so funny, the fundamentals, like how to get leads, <laughs> go talk to people, take good records, Go back to them, make a sale, give them a form, and I'm just like, and I was gonna actually start taking pictures of it and putting it on Twitter. Like, it's 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 the same thing. <laughs> like, go out and do things and get the feedback of what you need. Like, nothing's really changed. Technology has helped you make it faster, easier, all these things. Like, one well, last thing, I was Benjamin Franklin. Like, I didn't understand that they're like the reason he was uh, a publisher and could do his newspaper. At the time, there was no structured U.S. mail, and he could be the postman. So he had, you could, if you were the postmaster, you could dominate mail. And so he became a printer because he's like, I'm already doing this routes. The number one magazine will be my magazine because I own all of the routes. Like, like that's brilliant. Like, there are so many fundamental things that now that you have all these productivity apps, it's like, it doesn't matter. You could switch later in like 5 years. I don't care. Like just just go write some things and go, go see if people care and then report back. Like if people don't care, go change that. Don't change the platform. Don't do all of these things. Don't do that. Val Geisler, one of my favorite copywriters that used to work at ConvertKit, used to do the Reach podcast, all the stuff she was Clavio. Her sales like landing pages is in a Google Doc. All she does is send everyone, hey, it's going to be $1,500. It's a Google Doc. And then there's a hyperlink to pay her. I'm just like one of the best copyright, one of the best in the game. And she's like, just do this. Done. Done. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it, it's
1: funny. My the analogy I have in my head is a pyramid. Obviously, like a base of a pyramid, you're meant to build up, and a lot of people just go straight to like the top top pyramid block, and you're like, yeah, you're you're gonna fall over. <laughs> it's not gonna stay standing for very long.
0: Yeah. No. 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 I can I can I ask you a question? Oh go for it. I didn't. I honestly. I so what? This is because I just don't know. What? What? Do, what are you doing? So I see your channel, I see all this stuff, and I was like, hey, what is this guy doing? I guess that's what how people look at me and they're like, What is what is he even doing? Yes, it's a valid question,
1: and everyone that has come on has asked the exact same thing. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, what is it? What what is it? What am I doing? Um to, to be honest, what am I doing? I'm having fun. To yeah. um to, without without boring everyone that that knows the story, uh, I'm graduate. Strength and conditioning, graduated like, what's it? Two months or three months? Yeah, two months ago now. Congratulations. Um, So woohoo! I was going to do a PhD, but obviously COVID, not going to do that. Um, So I thought, well, first, I think it was towards the end of my first year, my master's, my postgrad, I decided, you know what? I need to learn how to talk in front of people because I was going to lecture. I was going to become an associate lecturer at the university. And I was like, I need to work how to talk to people. And talking to people in a presentation is boring. I'm going to do it in a video format. So I thought, let's make some videos. Um, then COVID happened, then I d- I made a notion video and it did well and then made more and then did well. And I was like, let's keep going. And now I'm just having fun. Good time. We'll see- I love <laughs> it. We'll see where it goes. <laughs>
0: hey man, listen, good health to you. Yeah, that I mean, listen. Um, if it's minimum amount of bills, you have a house, uh, you know, a roof above your head and you can do what you want. Like, now's the time, man. I'm living at home still, like. <laughs> Listen, bro. Listen, it's a great situation. <laughs> like, I mean, honestly, if you go out right now, like, what are we gonna do? Like, this is what you keep telling. Like, I, I'm gonna buy a box. This Why? is what I'm saying. Like, what are you, what are you gonna do? Like, just, to, just
1: save I mean, that money.
0: That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like, ah oh, man, no, you got plenty of time. You would sh- it's, yeah. it's good It's good times. I it, you don't have to worry it, about anything.
1: Yeah, something that. I mean, a lot of the audience know fun first is kind of like my motto. It got me, got me through some really hard times in the past. And I have, I have the luxury the the affordance to, to take my time to just have fun. I could be sitting here stressing out and hustling and, and earning all this and doing that, but I don't want to be stressing out at 24. (laughs) I want
0: to be having fun. I would be learning stuff. No, just, no, it's perfect, man. That's awesome to hear. That's awesome to hear. I just have yeah. to say that. I was like, wait a minute. All right. It's like Maria's uh, doing this. Is this is what Danny's doing. I don't know, but um, no, man, keep doing it, man. Love it. Anyway, no, I'm not saying to end or anything like that. I just, yeah, yeah. I had to say that. Yeah. It's uh, cause it's, it's
1: learning skills. It's building connections, building like just everything. Essentially it's, it's doing what I like doing. It's being critical and thinking and learning just in general. So um,
0: I, I love that. And There's a whole other section that we're talking about. Like, I really think people just need to build portfolios and not resumes because like the good jobs will find you and they will like what you're doing and they know how valuable you are. And that's not going to be found on like less than 500 words. And somehow they know you. So.
1: That it. relates to that relates to one of the things that I have up here. So qualification. I, even though I've spent literally my entire life, except from the last two months, in formal education, uh, I can't stand it. I can't stand essays yeah. or assignments. Yeah. Like I have two pieces of paper that mean literally nothing. Like whoop whoop. There's some words on it. Doesn't mean anything. There are people that have the same piece of paper just with a different name under it and know absolutely nothing about the topic because they did well in an essay. Yeah, they, they spent they spent ten hours smashing out an essay. Could write really well. Got a good grade and got a degree. Do they know anything about it? No, because <laughs> yeah. they didn't do any practical application. You're like, okay, great. Oh yeah,
0: oh yeah. No, I feel you on that, man. No, I think I think what you're doing, yeah, it's very interesting. It's very interesting, and I I do think in the productivity space, um, like most spaces, it, it's just. It's a wide ocean. I don't mm. honestly think competition or all this is, especially with it. I, what I have seen with productivity and what's going on with Notion and so many other apps, it's so driven on personality, which I think it should be. That you're going to drive with someone, you're going to follow them. Like, good health to you. There's going to be just as many people that would love a different personality. Life is going to go on. Like, you really don't need that many. To believe in you, that want to support you, or buy things from you in the world, like you can make it work. So, yeah, I love it. I mean, so, something from a business sense that I I think
1: is interesting when looking at it. Like business is not something I've I've engaged with really at all. Yeah. Sports been my life, yeah. um, but something Seth Godin has mentioned numerous times is just because they like someone else doesn't mean they can't like you as well. Yeah, <laughs> like you look at the biggest productivity channels out there at the moment. I'm talking. I predominantly watch a male audience. Yeah, it's, it's just what it is. But you got like Thomas Frank, Ali Abdol Matt Diavella, Joey from Better Ideas, and you got Nathan Drew. And then on mm-hmm. the female side, you got like Mariana Study Corner or Amy Landino. Like, you you can't just go. I like that person. I'm not going to watch everyone else's. <laughs>
2: like,
1: <Yeah>. Nah, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to watch everyone. See and compare, compare difference differences. And I think just for me anyway, as a, as a as a British person watching YouTube. I see a lot of Canadian and American individuals, um, yeah. and it's not necessarily a bad thing. But there are things that they mention, they bring up that I I can't relate to at all because yeah. the education system's different, the health system's different, the, the way life works is just drastically different. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is it's getting that that cultural again moving moving out like into Uganda It's like oh it's a completely different world. Mm-hmm. People yep. from America, I'm assuming, because a lot of my audience are from America and Germany. Like for whatever reason, it's like America, Germany, Canada. Don't know why. Yep. Um, and they obviously want to see like a, a British perspective, and maybe that's what I'm giving. Obviously, Ali's from Britain as well, but he's up north. North and south <laughs> completely different in the UK. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's it's very yeah. It's very interesting. Um, yeah, I think like you were saying the what. Uh, there is, there's, so Conor McGregor, his head coach, Kavanaugh, I believe. Mm-hmm. He he said this one thing, and he was talking about that he used to do a lot of these seminars, and he would be in America, and like just basic like holds or like different moves, and he would be like, you know, I say a couple of things, and people are like, oh, so you put you put the arm around like th-. he's like, he's like an expert. <laughs> is the person that's from out of town. He's like, they don't yeah. hear me. I have a different accent. I'm saying the same basic things. But he's like, whatever it is that allows people to resonate or to hear it clearly, he's like, let that just be the expert, whatever. And I, I honestly think that there because th- there are clear fundamentals, but you're going to relate or you're going to look up to the person or you're going to want to interact with that type of person. It There's all of these Intangibles, why you're attracted to that person? It's just gonna, it's just gonna work. So, I yeah, I, I definitely think all of the people like you mentioned. It's and also their audience. It's very interesting. Have you like um? Hmm, well, this is gonna be interesting when you if you decide to start selling or what you do with courses and things like that. Because I can tell you my stats: who buys, who comments, but who buys, and they're very very different. They're yeah. very, very different. Um, it's interesting to see other people's, um, not like their their stats, but I find it interesting who the layers of the funnel, who actually are committed to your brand and products versus ones that are very vocal, but do jack with your stuff. So that's just a thing. But yeah, I definitely agree with what you were saying, for sure.
1: Certainly a type of audience. Mm -hmm. a different type of audience depending on obviously what you're doing on youtube what you're selling and and everything else yeah it's Mm -hmm. expertise it's funny because brought it up i think when it comes to like sharing information or or learning or retrieving information whatever side it is if the expert is too expert yeah (laughs) like there there is certainly that line i mean in academics yep. it's, it's rife they yeah. start using words you're like i don't even know what word you're talking about to explain the thing and i joked on stream when i was running python i was like i'm watching this video uh, that explains this video that explains this word in the blog that i actually went to
0: <laughs> bro that there, there is um on Appsumo, there's something basically you can make your own Google Chrome extension. So he's building templates and do all this stuff, right? I go get this beginner's course, and they're trying to teach me to do this thing in Visual Composer. They did one thing that took me two and a half hours to research. Like they're like, and you just da, 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 da. and it's there. I was like, what the what just <laughs> happened? It it took me, and I was just like, and I asked the guy, I was like, Why didn't I said, And by the way, he sold it as for complete beginners. I said why would you? He's like, I just assume. I was like, this is this is the problem. This is the, this is the problem. I definitely agree with you. I, I it's it's very, I, I mean, and that's why I think I look for ones that are maybe one or two steps ahead of me, and they're, they've been they've been wonderful. Like yeah, they might not even call themselves experts. I think like Mark Fletcher, he mm-hmm. he just does a lot, and um, with he he by trade he is a builder he does i guess in the uk we we had this whole like revelation i was like he's like i use brick like brick laying like for building things and blah blah, blah. i'm like i'm like for like i'm like for stairways or something. like he's like no most of the house is made of brick i'm like i'm not getting it he's like in america it's like oh and i'm like you guys use really like brick oh, anyway so he does that <laughs> and he was building all this stuff in excel but he learned apis he's like i'm just learning He's no formal education, but he was the best instructor to just break down. And all he did was he's like, "Here's this, here's this uh, distillery. How they have an API for beer. This is how you go get the beer." And I was like, "Oh, great!" (laughs) Like, but no one ever. They're like, "Oh, this webhook. Oh, this endpoint. This thing over here. You need this one. Oh, you need OAuth. Oh, put it in Postman. Do this. Change the variable." I'm like, "I like what? I don't know that." So. Yeah, it's it's the expert just uh, making it sound like a human. You're explaining it to a human.
1: I mean, I've been I've been researching this for probably almost about a year now. Plain language, mm-hmm. it, you, like to me, plain English, because obviously I speak English, but it's yep. changed to plain language because of sign language and obviously other spoken languages. Yep. But the ability to explain things in plain language, I'm just just pleased. Whether you're coaching, teaching, mentoring, yep. whatever that happens to be, or Doc, there, was, i saw a ted talk a while ago like six seven months ago there was a woman talking about plain language which is why i changed the changed my internal term uh mm. and she was saying like the documentation in i think it was the us there's like this massive form you have to fill out to become a student and she was like there's oh, a, hundred and, a hundred and something questions she was like i don't even know i don't understand the question it's not i don't want to become a student it's this is too complicated for me to be bothered to to do the yeah. thing and i was like it's the same with tax finances, and I understand oh, yeah. this legal jargon, but if you're gonna send someone a letter, medical forms, send someone a letter. You have this long disease thing. What the fuck's that? Yep. <laughs> what yep. am I gonna do? Yep. Just tell me yep. like what tablets I gotta take when. Don't put the name of it unless like the name's on the box.
0: Like <laughs> you know what? Okay, so this is so funny you mentioned this. Um, it I'm I'm sure it's worldwide or it's it's just so you can do a DNA test in you know Ancestry.com or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, have you done any of those tests like when you take it for Ancestry? Have you not yet? <laughs> listen, listen, I don't don't even like fill it out. The onboarding <laughs> is phenomenal. I stopped and I hit him up on Twitter. I said, This is the best onboarding I've ever seen in my life. I, I'm going to reorder just so I can film. The onboarding of, I said, my wife's like, just like do the swab. I'm like, no, this is, I'll put it, uh, not only, okay, it's mainly only pictures similar to Ikea, whatever, but say for instance, there's a part where you got a swab, right? And then you put it in, they have um, edges that where you put the swab in, it breaks off easily. So it's in the container. So you don't have to like, because you're like, but if I try it, I'm going to break off. I'm going to, the onboarding of this is phenomenal. I'm doing a whole video on this. There's only a few companies that like their onboarding is just impeccable. I don't think they get enough credit because for you to get, it's pretty highly technical for someone to like, you can easily mess this thing up, but for them to have that much accuracy and for layman's to do it, top notch, top notch. Perfect. 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 I the onboarding
1: process so when I was talking with Leila Pomper she's a ClickUp consultant if you're not aware um I was talking with okay. her and she she made a video she oh she was going to make a video about like making a new account in ClickUp and when she did it she realized wow this onboarding it was a while ago so they probably changed it but she was like the onboarding is confusing me and I've been using ClickUp for years <laughs> she's a ClickUp consultant getting confused by the onboarding yep. and yeah. I was I was thinking to myself if if people familiar with an application are struggling with it, what's what's happening? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I reckon it's something else that's that's come up in the world of tech as well. Is are developers designing the tool for developers or people?
0: Uh, <laughs> it really depends. I really think it. Like, okay, so. It really depends. <laughs> I, think, I think it depends if they're if they're focused like I think about this guy, Dan Perry. He's a no-code, he does a lot, but he just I think he describes himself and I love it. He's like, "I just love beautiful things." He uh, he just loves beautiful onboarding. He loves those things. And I think there are few and far between people like that, and I find that yeah. when developers, I mean, I, it's no fault of their own. You're bootstrapping, you don't if you're not inclined that way, you're just not going to do it. Yeah. But I think it just depends if they're trying to scratch own itch in it's for own developer back endless back endless is a platform. You can integrate all this stuff. They're like, why aren't no coders using this? I said, because it's hard and you're talking to everyone. Like it's a developer. Like I'm like, I know how to do this and I don't even do like this is extremely hard versus like Adalo's just like, "Oh, look at this. Do this. Use this template. It's shiny. It looks nice. Go do this. We made this for you." Versus like Bubble's like, "We can do anything." Yeah, but when you're in Bubble like you got to it's hard like the the database and this and you have to, you know, and I, I just got think to it's my hard. brain. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, ah, It's it's, so, I think it depends.
1: (laughs) I was gonna say, I think Integramat's kind of the same. When I first looked at Integramat, I'd come from Zapier or Zapier, however you pronounce it, went to Integramat. I was like, hold up, what? I've gotta gotta think about
0: this. (laughs) What am I looking at? (laughs) There's levels, right? Zap is up here, Integromat, and then there's stuff like Pipe Dream and others. And like yeah. Pipe Dreams, not made for anyone except like you already know what you're going to be doing and go in there and do it. And like that's fine. It, have you ever heard of this company, uh, like this platform called Node Red? Yes. The, Node yeah. Red is another one. You know what? I, look, <laughs> I already know your face. Like when you're in it, and first of all, I was I view it as I was telling this to Max, from 100 Days of No Code the other day. He's like, "What is it like?" I'm like, "It's like it reminds me of like." the thunkable crew runs like that thunkable is a click that like everyone they're like we're in this like they don't mm-hmm. want to hear it, like we're thick. Of th- like we're gonna node red is like you don't know who we are well we don't want you anyway screw you like yeah. like you're not with us like you've never heard of us like i don't care then you shouldn't be using it like node red is so intense <laughs> <Yeah>. versus like <laughs> It's almost like I mean I don't want to say it's like a cult, but you almost
1: (laughs) need to know everything about it before you even try it. You're like,
0: they they don't, they don't, and they're not even trying to help you. They're like, they're like, oh, go watch that four hour live stream where we're just like not even talking to the audience. It's just me in my bedroom. Like, go watch that and then watch like three other videos. That that's the I'm like okay, but like they're they're in it versus Mm. I feel like when you're at a Adalo or Softer, they are critically thinking about, we want this to be easy and we want the user experience to be really nice. Uh, let's go do that. And I'm like, it's just so few and far between. I,
1: I think that's one of the reasons Notion flew so quickly because it, it had the ability, a lot of the abilities of the complicated apps, but it was, it is very intuitive.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> it, yeah. I wouldn't say it's easy because it does take a bit of processing to get your head around pages inside of a database and yeah as a beginner, but it's, it's quite intuitive. You can just click through things, go backwards and forwards. And there's this stuff all over the place. It's just click the three dots, see <laughs> if it's in that list, click the next three dots. Is it in that list? Can I click and drag? Yes, I can. And you're going to figure it out. Whereas some <laughs> of the apps, you're like, just, from a coding perspective, Vim, how do I
0: get out of this thing? <laughs> <laughs> Just, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I, and maybe that, maybe it's the rite of passage, like, it, th- this was the one, okay, so Google Cloud Platform, I actually think, like, in my head, like, I was telling this to developer, I'm like, Google Cloud Platform, you can do everything visually, you can go into, like, the Cloud Shell and do it, or you can do it from the editor, I was like, I was like, it's really, like, no code, like, you don't need to like I understand it for old old developers, they're gonna do from the terminal, like just straight up. But I was like, what's interesting is they're teaching it from the developer perspective. They're not, I think they're doing a poor job explaining that normal people actually can use Google Cloud Platform pretty easily. I'm not sure if they're doing it subconsciously or consciously that they don't want the cat out of the bag, but I'm like. Because I've been on AWS, and let me tell you, it's heavy. It's like you got Google Cloud Platform is pretty easy. Once you're like, oh, things go here? You want to make a bucket? Yeah, there's storage. Like, go make a bucket. Like, I don't know if they want people to know that. I'm, I'm torn with that. I don't know. Maybe they don't care. But yeah,
1: I think... I think it, there's there's certainly a, a bit of like, I don't I don't want to say complacency bias, but when mm-hmm. when you're in a world so much and yep. you talk with people that are also in the world so yep. much, you start to think, well, how how don't you know this thing? Yeah, yep. Which, which yep. is where which is where groups suddenly get smaller and smaller because some people that were in the group go, oh, I'm going to leave that now, <laughs> and you and you just get it, it, smaller and smaller, and, and and that's where a lot of the a lot of the the general population go i don't have a year to learn this thing (laughs) i want a basic onboarding can i do this yes how
0: (sighs) this is uh, i'll I'll stop on this tangent but um did you ever hear about like dota 2 or like league of legends like how that like came about like i i don't know the origin story no um and I want to I'm I'm and by the way if someone I, if someone's watching this and I'm going to butcher and they're like you left out this detail and this detail but th- the bottom line is one of the, two of the most popular like esports game definitely League of Legends in the space right now there's it's just crazy more people watch that than the Super Bowl like it's an <laughs> insane game but it came from a mod of a different game and they structured it and then people liked it and then it became that dota 2 is the same thing and i find that it's very interesting that um they're talking about different trends of unraveling big communities like subreddits and all these things it really is looking at the data to find out like what are these group of people trying to use this one thing for how can we now placate or how can we now go for that one audience and it's really interesting the way that you can strip down. I had no idea that scripts in Airtable was like a big business. I had no idea like how much, and like people are like, yeah, yeah, I'm making five, 10K on these scripts. I'm like, a script in Airtable? Like the people, but the pain was there. And people were like, I need this autom- automation in this thing. Airtable's team's like, have at it, go package it. We don't care, just make it run on this. And that's why I'm like, it's fascinating with so many nano sass or nano ideas that you can really go for your community. Um, My wife, I had no idea that this was like, I guess these flash games, like doll making dress things, whatever. I didn't know it was a big thing. First of all, it was like flash games are going away. Shocker, rest in peace flash. But like they were talking about that a lot of communities that have spent like 10 to 15 years in flash games are now remaking them in no code tools and how much money there is in these games mm. had no idea had no idea and they're doing it in no code using it with psd files and all this stuff and they're like you can just do it with no code i'm just like that's insane that's insane i mean when you, when you say it i'm like well that makes sense
1: but yeah wow you, you wouldn't you wouldn't really like i don't know i just didn't think like oh I mean, you just just do it like this.
0: No idea. Yeah. And and like, so my, my wife was like, this got to be a better way, all this stuff. And like all these old programmers are like, it's only in C++. Like you can't do it. And someone's like, oh, actually, yeah, you can. And you you can just use a PSD. You can just use Photoshop and like, blah, 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 Like it's just, th- I think there's so many barriers of an old way of like, this is programming. This is how you make things. You have to do it this way. And I'm not, I... <sighs> Listen, I, I don't got time on Twitter. People like coders versus no coders. I'm just like, d- does it accomplish what you want to do? You know, you're trying to make money, or you're trying to make your life better, whatever you want to call it. I don't care, low code, whatever. I just give me the things to to, to do those things, whatever.
1: Exactly. It's it's funny. I, I when talking with a so inside sort of co- coding community, it's funny how a lot of them spend hours and hours and hours to speed up a process that is actually like five or six seconds. You're like, right, okay. And then they spend all this time coding the thing, and then you have someone else who's like, I'm just going to use Zapier and Integromat or like some no-code tool and do the literally the exact same thing. It took them like uh, two hours to understand the tool, learn the tool, and put it together. It takes this person like three weeks to code it all out. You're like, who's winning here?
0: (laughs) Uh, um, That's why I was like, I was telling my friend, he loves Ruby on Rails and everything. He's like, oh man, like, you know, um... I want to do all those things. I'm like, if that makes you happy and you love finding errors, you know what? It drives me to drink. If I see like errors and like, this does not, this is not fun. This is not like a game to me. I just want it done. Um, And so I, I'm just like, yeah, man, like if, if that makes you feel good, I just don't like when people are like, ah, pff, they're not really this kind of thing. They're not like real coder. whatever. Like, I, what? like really? Like you're, does that make you feel good? Good, I. (laughs) You know what I'm. It's like you know. It's the same way, like digital art versus art. Like, yes, it is a skill. Listen, I'm not saying like if you're sculpting, like, listen, good on you. I understand this. If they're using Unreal Engine, all those things, but the world changes, man. Like, I, I can't, I can't be. Why are you mad at that? Like, it's just a different skill set. You ain't, you're not on that. You can't be using Unreal. Like, it's a different thing. Yes, it takes more time. All the, all right. So, how does this improve your life? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean,
1: it's it's funny when when thinking about the skills and learning new skills when when you're looking at the world now when i'm looking at the world anyway you have so many young people doing so many amazing things from things that they've learned online whether that's watching a youtube video or just playing around with tools and there's there's people doing like editing tiktoks and i'm like how the actual did you do that
0: and listen that's a skill like listen i i look at that stuff i saw this grandma just doing crazy stuff with tiktok i was like it's just like i was like it's insane i'm like good for you to figure out i can't do it i cannot i'm not i just don't want to put the energy into it but i'm glad that you do it and that's rewarding for you it's still a huge skill to do that kind of edit and to do that i'm like that's that's really impressive like the eye that that person must have when they're trying to do like motion pictures or do short like they'll know how to work on a budget they won't know how they won't need to have a giant studio to fund them because they've had all this practice doing this kind of it's amazing I um the new like unreal the fundamentals oh yeah yeah i I've gotta find it it's uh wait I gotta ask my wife real quick because this is important
1: <clears throat> uh grabs it and grab some water. How long were we? Oh, out over two
0: hours. Wow. That was yeah. that was longer than expected. Sorry about that. Um, no, and no then worries. people just see the hand movement. Like, MetaHuman, um, it's a rig, like, um, it's Unreal just put it out. But the way that you can animate the different cells and everything, it's insane. Like, it's uh, Unreal is just making so many strides that allowing people to really level up on their skills before they have to pay. So now when they are ready, they're not going anywhere. It's the perfect model. It's that freemium model just to have these wonderful builders, but I have to send it in a link or something, but the way that they can make it so realistic, the way that they can do the animation for uh, yeah. the different character designs, fabulous,
1: fabulous. Yeah. Oh. I was, I was going to say, I think it's going to be interesting to see where the world goes when it comes to education. It's something I, I've pitched uh, a couple, well, I say pitched, I've spoken about a couple of times, because formal education, people don't like it. We've been saying for uh, 10 plus years, formal education is outdated and needs to be changed because when people, like, it's just a meme when you sit in elections, everyone's on their laptop. It, everyone knows it. The lecturers know it. Students know it. But we still do the same, st- same stuff. It's like Einstein doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results.
0: I am, um, I'm huge about, again, maybe because I'm Da Vinci and the way that he set up his studios. I think it's going to go back to how trades were. There's already trades and everything like that. I think a huge swing for more emerging technology is going to swing back to, um, having apprenticeships, making sure that you're showing a portfolio in a real life application versus going to school. Listen, Technology changes too quick. By the time you're in, it's out. It's done. It's done. So all the books, all the books, they're done. They're out by the end of the semester and it moves way too fast. You need real life application and you need an understanding of critical thinking and application of that technology or that workflow to now level up. I think it's just a matter of time. Google is sort of doing it with Coursera and there's a whole reason why I think that I like their quick labs, but there are fundamentally flawed things in the program. But I think that being a tradesman and understanding and being with a company for a certain period of time is going to come back in a big way. There's because there's it's moving so fast, like GTP3. There's so many things with AI and things like that. You need to, I mean, people are buying up. AI, like, was it a headline just got bought out, but like AI is GTP three, like one thing I'll stop. Do you understand that in GTP three, when you're setting up your, your APIs in the commands, the way you're talking to the AI, I did not understand that you're the AI can, when you're framing it and you're saying, I need you to read this and interpret it to a second grader it can do that. So a lot of times when I was working on, I was thinking I had to structure my data in a certain way for the API call. I did not understand that I could clearly just tell the AI how I want it interpreted and then it would do the rest. There are so many things to do this, but I will, I digress.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I watched a a Tom Scott video and he explained GT3,
0: so. Amazing, amazing stuff, amazing stuff.
1: this is interesting so uh kim was saying in germany not everyone is expected to go to uni college um mm-hmm. and then way more many more people do apprenticeships usually it's three years and you yeah. have school so in the uk it's it's i don't know why but in the uk like you have to stay in in education till you're 18 so for us it's yeah. It's school, then college and university. Like college is Hmm. 16 to 18, which words can get a little bit odd. College and sixth form are the same thing, but sixth form is attached to a school, whereas college is an individual thing. Hmm. Um, It's silly naming, but
2: anyway.
1: (laughs) Yeah, silly naming, but anyway. Um, And typically when you're doing apprenticeships, you'll do apprenticeships while you're at college. And then once you've done the apprenticeship, you'll either go into full-time work or you'll do a degree <laughs> at university. So you, you go from an apprenticeship back into a formal education. That and seem... transi- transition is just so difficult. Most people that do an apprenticeship at college just, just start work. They don't bother doing the formal education. Yeah. So it's almost like if you don't do an app- apprenticeship at college, you're, it's almost an expectation in the UK that you'll – if. If you're an academic or you're sort of smart, it's sort of just an expectation. University is the next thing.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. How is how's, uh, how's this? is? I honestly, what's the student loans like? Is it like how it is in the States or is it totally different or? Not really. Um, so as a student,
1: uh, my tuition fees are paid for by the government. So that's 9000 a year. Uh, and I, <laughs> uh, it's paid for? Yeah, uh, I, I have to pay it back if I earn over a certain amount after I've graduated. But if I earn under that, I don't have to pay for it. Having said that, though, the accommodation and things like that, um, we do have to pay for. But then we get a government loan for. So technically, you like for me anyway, for me, I've, I went to university. I had no job. I'm still in debt, like uh, like 40 grand or something, but I don't have to pay anything off until I earn over a certain amount. And then it's like the smallest percent. I think it's like three. If I earn over 25 grand a year, I pay 3% on anything over that.
0: Yeah. That's great. Wait, wait, wait. wait. (laughs) Let me ask you this. I'm not trying to game the system, but what if I go through it? Is there a time allotment before I earn up to 25 that it kicks in or is it anytime i hit 25 then it's three percent to that thing
1: it's, it depends who's in government
0: <laughs> <laughs> i got you i got you i got uh, it's, you it's yeah it's
1: very political like mm. some parties want the want the rates to go up some want them to go down I and some i mean previously i don't know whether this is still a thing but previously if if you went i think it was 15 years after your degree and you hadn't paid it all off they just scrap it so. which I was like, okay. Um, and they've also said, well, this may have changed because of Brexit, but previously it was that if you moved abroad and you lived and worked abroad for over five years, your student loan was just gone. Yeah.
0: So, as you can imagine, loads of students were just like, goodbye. <laughs> yeah. like that's, You're telling me to leave. You're, you, I mean, what are you talking about? But either way, that's not bad. That's so, um, so yeah, it's, Educa- formal
1: education in the UK is, I wouldn't say it's easier. Um, well, financially anyway, easier than other countries uh, because you you still do have to
0: pay it. And if you don't so pay brilliant. it, you still have the same issues. But Oh, Danny, I'll be right back. Hold on one second. I apologize. 90 seconds. 90 seconds. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, Kim, uh, it, is,
1: it is 18 as well. Oh, it's 18 in Germany as well. Uh, apprenticeship counts. Yeah, apprenticeships do count in the UK. You, you sort of, it's, it's funny people like it's kind of like a stigma people that do apprenticeships in the uk it's normally a vacational like apprenticeship where they're doing like i don't know engineering or that's mainly that's that's the main one <laughs> like working in a garage engineering something like that um but yeah th- those sort of people doing like physical vocational things and normally the people that do apprenticeships it's not normally a an academic based apprenticeship but but yeah it's interesting um and then i think i'm um, Germany. the average fees are at 170 euros a semester, one hundred and seventy. A semester is—is is that meant to be? Is that really meant to be one hundred and seventy? What? One hundred. That's. That can't be right. Surely not. One hundred and seventy euros. What's that? What's that? What's that translation? Oh, wow, that's that's mad. Uh, in the US, there is a huge spectrum of quality in public school. In the UK, there is certainly a huge spectrum. In the school education but i think it's very dependent on what part of the uk you're from as well <laughs> like if, if you're from a city uh then the education is going to be different the, the the access to different places is going to be different the fact is camera goes off is just mildly irritating but hey hey <laughs> well i don't i don't know why your camera blacks out i've got dslr as well it's just a an odd one
0: uh you're muted still do you have a canon or a sony which one uh canon m50 Really? And so are you, you're using an HDMI clean? It still doesn't short. What was it? Canon what?
1: Canon M50. Yeah. E- EOS M50. Yeah. I've got a, a wire going into the camera straight down to the, well, into the laptop. And then I got, mm-hmm. and
0: then so, I got a charging cable as well. So. See, you know what? Okay. Mine is a different model, but the problem is that I find that when I'm using my normal camera, once they did the update with the software, totally fine. No big deal. I have to run this sucker through my 4K cam link from Elgato for it to recognize when it's through um, StreamYard. When I do it, the natural one, it doesn't pick up the video for some reason. And that's why it, I have to, it automatically shuts off every 30 minutes. I would love to do it the other way. When I have it the other one, it doesn't shut off. When it, it goes through this one, shuts off every 30 minutes so it thinks, it thinks you're filming a video rather yep. than just yep and so i'm like da, 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 and then it's like oh okay wait 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 okay we got you <laughs> but it does it only when i use the cam link but when i use my normal link in i can only use it in eCam, zoom and Streamyard. doesn't recognize it have no idea why I really don't know. You know,
1: I just have a, a wire going from camera to computer and that's, it's just camera. I don't have a card in there and I've got a, so a rechargeable cool. battery in there as well. That's plugged into the socket you down see, the floor. So
0: that's what I got. I'm I'm good for like 12 hours. Yeah, I <laughs> or, gotta, oh as as I okay. I'm going to have to look into this. I've been, I've been, that is so weird. Mm. Anyway, that is yeah. just um, my life. My life. <laughs>
1: Okay, Kim. So 130, 130 is still a lot for a semester. So this is in Germany. 130 euros a semester for higher education.
0: Total? Uh, that's it?
1: No, that's per semester. So uh, wait, wait. But all of your classes,
0: or just per class? That's how
1: much it is? Uh, I'm not sure. It says I think this is the the first comment. Average wow. fees wow. are yeah and then she said no it's 130 a semester so i'm assuming that's all of the the classes uh for the semester but that's yeah that's a lot we pay so the tuition fee is it's 9 9000 for for the year uh tuition fee which is paid for by the government but we have to pay afterwards um and then there is the 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 course tuition for whatever that is um but again you just get like a maintenance loan well you you get a, uh, what is it? I can't remember what they call it. It's some loan that you get that you have to pay off. You, so you get student finance. So essentially, mm. depending on the degree you do, they say you have to pay this much for this degree. 9,000 flat across the board for like everyone. You have to do this for the degree and you say to the government, I'm going to do this degree. I want student finance. Depending on your your parents' income, your income, you'll get a certain amount of student finance. But most of the time, like you you will be able to work it out. Like my parents earn enough. Um, but I got student finance to, to basically fill out all of my fees, all I needed to do was make sure I could live somewhere. So student debt still exists. Some students have it worse than others because of the the way the money barriers work, like parents are just over. So they get a little less in finance. And there's a bit of a an issue here and there. But normally, most students can get some rubbish job at some pub somewhere and be good.
0: <laughs> wow, that's amazing. It makes
1: higher education, formal education in the UK very accessible as long as people understand that they don't have to pay off all that debt. It's kind of like a misconception in the UK that every student's in like 40 grand debt and like struggling on the red line. Mm -hmm. Yes, we have debt, but we don't have to pay it off maybe forever.
0: (laughs) Same. That's very interesting. That is very interesting. That is so... Every country is so different. Mm. Uh, I will not go into the US, but that is not... (laughs) Here and we are expected that it's a it's a hot mess. It's a hot mess. That is so interesting and it's so cheap compared. I mean, like I'll just put like most of my friends that went through, um, I mean, ninety k in debt is not that uncommon. Mm-hmm. And then they um and then they're just paying it off, job or not, because there's no like now. Of course you can. Of course, just you're just kicking the the rock down the road right now. But like. No, they're they're in debt until they're doing something other. That is very interesting.
1: Yeah, that's it's one of the reasons I think it's 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 interesting when when I see people talk about college degrees from America, Canada, other countries. It's it's very maybe it's just my perception of how they're speaking about it. It seems like this prestigious thing, like. Oh, I've, gone, I've gone to get a college degree. Yeah. In the UK. It's kind of like a, Oh, what's your, what's your degree in? <laughs> it's not, did you get, and it's, it's more of a thing in the UK, BA versus BSC. Have you got a mm-hmm. BA degree, like an arts degree, or is it a BSC, a science degree? If it's a BA, it's not really a degree, but if it's a BSC, then it is really a degree. That's and you're a, like, they're the same thing.
0: <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. Oh, the intricacies. Oh, that's yeah. so interesting. I mean,
1: hmm. after my name, technically it's Danny Hatcher, BSC, MSC, and then tech could have been PhD or like Birch, like whatever. But no one too. no one uses them. No one ever uses BSC because BSC is kind of just implied at a lot of jobs when you apply, even in the I MSc.
0: Interesting.
1: You, you get an MSc in the UK and you apply for a job that requires an MSc, they don't say what was your grade? What was your classification in the degree? It's just okay. You've applied. You got an MSC.
0: Great. What else? <laughs> crazy, crazy. So interesting. So interesting. Yeah. Um. I will say. Yeah. Education is going to have to change. Like it, it just. And I. I honestly think because someone was asking me, I get this a lot actually. Um. Because a lot of people are graduating right now. Um. They're like, can I get a job in no code? And that's like the question. I'm just like, no. no just think about like just go solve a problem. Like, don't think about you have to know this and Mm -hmm. know all these things. Like, I'm not sure if you saw this, like Netflix was offering someone, they're like, we need someone that knows how to use stacker. Yes, I saw that. And I was like, see, I'm like, listen, like it's it's at this point, like just understand the fundamentals. If you understand that you can learn stacker like that. It doesn't matter. You need to understand the principles of why they want it and what they're trying to do in their company. All of these tools, they're interchangeable. Like they're they're just interchangeable. Um, I was thinking about like oh, there's a phrase like that. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. It's there was I can't remember who said it, but I, I use it a lot in physical therapy. But we were we we're talking about see the handle, not the tool. Mm. And you just understand, like, what are you trying to accomplish? Like you'll know it. Like, if I need to hammer something, like I know that I won't need a katana. Like, I just need the handle, like I just need to do this action. So with Stacker, I'm like, Stacker is not that much different. It's, Stacker isn't important. It's understanding why Netflix is trying to hire you to get those things. And I uh, the, I know it's a mindset. Maybe it's just in the US, but I hear this a lot. It is about like, I went to school for this. I went to this university. And like right now, because there's been so much layoffs, like either they have to do really entry, entry level things. So it doesn't matter about your degree at all. or you have to make a project, prove it, and people that are looking for that, the hiring manager will see your project, and then they will make a decision because they see that you can do it. There's none of this like schooling to do this. The business, uh, you know, you know, I have a, it, it's just gone. It's it's just it's eroding, and a lot of students I see when they're trying to like, well, they said when the beginning my my guidance counselor, I should come out and making eighty five. Like eighty five, what? Like, what, what, what? Why are they going to hire you? Like, they don't need you. They, it's, it's gone. So, it it's been a massive shift in the last nine months. I know my channel. I didn't really, I didn't actually have. I had more ones that were in business trying to do their second job. More interest in the channel. I see a lot more students. My, the analytics shifted dramatically with the people that are on my channel, and it's, they're just trying to find it. They're trying to find out what needs to happen next. So. We'll see where. Yeah. I, th-
1: I think like the, the the term tech savvy is something that's going to be moved quite quite quickly forwards i think because a lot of people in the i don't want to put an age limit to it but in the younger generation you can go on an app and you figure out where you go you click the three dots you swipe up and down you hold your thumb do whatever older generations are still like where do i find this where do i find that and it's gonna take 20 30 years for that to even go and I mean, I'm looking at five-year-olds that can code games already. I'm sitting here like, I don't even understand what the game... The, pff, don't get it. And there's certainly going to be that moving forwards. And being the, tech savvy in the world with the way the tech is moving, the speed at which tech is moving, understand the basics.
0: How to navigate around the stuff. I'm, I'm really bullish on... I'm glad you mentioned it. As much as I was talking about Minecraft or I thought about this, Roblox is going to be crazy for kids I did not understand the world of Roblox or how much money these kids are making being developers. And being a developer with Roblox, it allows you to now, like they're doing scripts. Like I am i don't think a lot of them understand how close they are to writing Python scripts of what they're doing in Roblox. Like, I'm like it's only like a jump. You already understand the logic and they're programming their games like how you use it in Unreal Engine and everything else. And they're like 10 or 12, like, One of the kids that were watching, he redid my entire Discord server. He's like, You do this, you add this, you do all this stuff. Made the whole Discord server and he does everything in Roblox. There's a 17-year-old made what is it, eight hundred thousand last year and now has their own agency with Roblox just because like it's insane. Like it's insane. So I can't wait. Can't wait.
1: Yeah, it's 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 scary, but also exciting at the same time.
0: yeah yeah. it's and it, it, this is the whole thing i I kept like then one of my programs. I think this is like I'm not sure if they feel like obsolete, but a lot of programs I hear like they're like they they still need us. like they they like no code. they said I was like, listen, bro. like no one's saying that you're not going to have a job. like you're you're going to need to structure this thing out. But you have to understand most people, if it's easier, they're going to pick that path and especially building out MVPs and all these things. you don't need. To you you don't need to have those two friends coding in the basement anymore in that garage right. it, it's not going to happen it's going to be a, a couple preteens finding something on TikTok and doing it in Notion or doing something with validation and then they're going to just scale up and then they might code it or they're going to do something else they're going to have other iterations where you're going to need code or something to really scale it but like i'm not sure if you saw like daily for a daily API I'm mean, we're doing something you can build out Clubhouse with Bubble in that, with just pulling the... I mean, come on, man. Like, it, it's
1: insane. That's something that you mentioned earlier that sort of popped into my mind. It's interesting the way that other platforms are going, because obviously Discord have recently brought in that thing that is basically mimicking Clubhouse mm. to, to have, what are they calling them, like... Uh, Spaces or something? It like a, an it begins, begins with an S. I can't remember. Stages. I think oh. it's Stages. Mm-hmm. Uh, where it's basically just like a clubhouse room because i saw uh, sarah Dici was in one i was like what is this and it's literally clubhouse yep. <laughs> twitter have basically just introduced clubhouse yep. like like twitter and everyone well everyone copied snapchat stories now everyone's going oh let's have a clubhouse version in
0: our stories <laughs> it's insane It's but it but it that's exactly right like and that's why I was trying to, because someone asked me, they're like, well, how can I make my own clubhouse or how can I do it? I was like, we can, yeah, well, I'll show you how to do it. Like, you can know, with bubble, you can do it with a lot of things with these APIs. But I was like, listen, but like, do you even have a community? Like, do you want, like, uh, uh, what? <laughs> if you were on clubhouse, there's some kind of rule. You already have a fandom and you're going to get off a of clubhouse. Okay. I can see that. But I'm like, like, so what are you can like, unless you're understanding the logistics of how to make clubhouse and then you're going for a job or you're saying this is my portfolio look what i created i understand the inner workings but this notion of like i'm going to build this it's going to be mimicked just like this and somehow people are going to choose me other than that listen get in line space <laughs> is trying to be clubhouse all of these platforms that can't even like hand a you know get close to clubhouse you're not going to become it i'm sorry Um, yeah, that's a harsh reality. I, and maybe that's, that's just mean of me, but I'm like, what's the likelihood? It's more likely that you can flex your, your intellectual muscles and you can build a portfolio. Um, you can show that you understand this. It's more likely for you to get that job than like the 0.0001% you're going to be the next clubhouse.
1: Yep. Yeah. And it's, it's funny, uh, Slightly before going down that down that route, I was thinking when you were talking about developers. When you look back in time, obviously the the way we've we've grown, whether that's like agriculture, loads of farmers, and then certainly we don't need as many farmers because we've got factories. Now we don't need people working in factories; we've got robots. But we still need like that person to fix the robot. So there's always that one person, and it's certainly going to move down the line. We're gonna like those one or two people making the apps that all these people are using. And I'm sure it will. It will get to a point where there's going to be only one or two people using the app because everyone else is doing this other thing. I don't know, talking at people. I don't know, talking at robots. They're building other robots. Who knows?
0: Yeah, it's, it's it, whatever the society needs it or whatever. I, I think there's always predictability of what could happen. But like, even like with COVID, there's just certain events that just spike something so much more that like, okay, we're we're doing this. Society needs this sometimes it's natural, but like, this is like, okay, this is global. You see how fast humans can move and move. The, it, it's the same way. Like I was telling someone, you no, know, what was it like five years ago? Like people were begging to find a remote job. Like now it's standard. Like, what are we talking about? Like it was already there. It just was circumstance that moved it that fast. Like there's a reason why, uh, Google and other Shopify is making it mandatory now. Like they're not going to use the Big buildings anymore. My dad works for government of um, what is it? Department of Labor. Like they honestly, so it's all these government buildings outside in in DC. They never thought of this. They have to spend millions of dollars to outfit the offices to now make them um, modular, so they can change shapes and sizes because they're not going to go back to the cubicle and having ten people in a section. It's just not practical. So like remote's been there. How long, (laughs) like, how, how long do we have the infrastructure to do it? Like it's, it's timing. There's so many things with timing. So we'll see. I'm, I'm excited, but I think it's having enough, um, transferable skills that you just ride the waves. I think it's going to just be riding the waves in so many things. And I mean, it's been around for decades of, I don't think this generation and the next one's going to have one job. I think it's going to be multiple. And I think it's going to be even more multiple incomes at this point too. Like, how many are doing Uber and DoorDash and all this stuff, and then they've got two other jobs where they're this freelancer. I think it's only going to multiply the more people can have lean businesses and automation. I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. I I, I mean, when you're looking at society when it was smaller towns, look at how many times we we're small businesses just making a living. Like they didn't have the huge corporations in the each t- uh, you know those smaller towns or things like that. Maybe it's going to return to that. Who knows? It's going to be interesting.
1: Yeah. Transferable skills are certainly some oh, transferable skills and critical thinking. I think are the two traits that we need to educate about. <laughs> They're the things we've got to learn. If you can't learn those, you're going to get stuck and change. Oh, I can't remember. There's a quote that sticks in my head. I said it in a squirrel, squirrel session a couple of days ago. Um, the only consistency is change. I can't remember who said it or where yeah. I heard it from, but I was like, yeah, True, but there's always change. You can't avoid change, it just happens yeah. and it's consistent. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Gotta be able to right. adapt. Yeah, you're definitely right, man. You're definitely right. Awesome. Right. I don't want to keep you too much longer. We've closing oh. in on three hours. Oh okay. yeah. <laughs> this is good, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you any more questions or anything, or you just tell me when when to stop talking, I will shut up. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I, I might close it down in a second.
1: So we haven't got any more questions in chat, but um for those that mm. are, are still watching, and for those that are obviously going to watch the replay, yeah. is there any any direction you want to you want to point thing people towards, or anything you want to add before we close out?
0: Uh, not really. I mean, if um people like this, you can always find me on YouTube. If you just do DOC Doc Williams, so it's Doc Williams or BrandFactoryInc.com, you'll see what I'm doing. I'm usually building something or something like that, but Again, I just like to have interesting people. And yeah, Danny, it's been awesome. So thank you so much for having me.
1: Awesome. There is a link in the description for those that uh, just want to click mm-hmm. through. Just as a, as a heads up, because I can use the ads. I love that new feature in YouTube. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it's been great talking, Doc. Um, and obviously yeah. we can talk in the in the green room afterwards a little bit. Yeah. So, but yeah. for everyone else, have a good morning, evening, afternoon, whatever time it is where you are. And uh, I'll see you guys next week. Bye, everyone.